obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast welcome to the show it's saturday march 18th 7.08 p.m i can't see the microphone's in the way and my old man glasses got shit on them yancey is back what's up yancey ahoy 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 who does that shit that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Megan, what's up? Hi. What'd you do all week, Yancey? Uh, I guess since Tuesday. Yeah, well, I wish I had something exciting to tell you. No? Like, uh, man, my, my mic is really hot, isn't it? Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bryce doesn't speak as uh, pungent as you do. <laughs> as pungent. <laughs> yes, like, like uh, good cheese or bad meat. Yes. Um, man, nothing really exciting. I uh, I worked all week. Oh yeah, uh, earned income to uh, pay the uh, taxes, the oncoming bills, and the taxes that that don't stop coming, beating you over the head till you're dead, and then sometimes after that. So, but hang around, guys. I'll tell you how I really feel later. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, listen to Mr. Bryce? I listened to some. I didn't get to make it through the he, whole episode. He was saying that over half of the total Kansas budget goes to K through twelve. Over half. Yes. That well, doesn't seem to make sense to me. How long are you in K through 12? So, I mean, 13 years, but you know, some longer than others. So let's just say most people estimate is, is 13 years, right. K through sure. 12. Mm-hmm. That's the standard, I would say. How long does a person live? 78? Mm-hmm. So what is so, the percentage of that? I mean, you spend, you know, a quarter of your life in, you know, in school, That's a quarter or, or a little less. We're just talking, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So why 16. is it? Yeah, Six, uh, seventeen. percent. Seventeen percent. Yet we pay f- over fifty percent. I did that using math. Oh man, very good. Oh. Oh. We're going to be talking about that later. Nah. Yes, it's called a teaser. Mm, yeah. It's a tease. So we're drinking a Yingling beer mm-hmm. that everybody in the southeast Kansas area has just gone ape shit crazy over here lately. Haven't been able to get it here ever. So what it is, I will read. Did I get rid of it? Yeah, I got rid of it. It's easy to pull back up. There it is right there. Yingling Drink Company is established in 1829. Is the oldest operating brewery. Megan, can you say that? No. Company in the United States. In 2018, by volume of sales, it was the largest craft brewery, sixth largest overall brewery, and largest wholly American-owned brewery in the United States. It's Good headquartered night. in Pottsville. Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So, got some here, and Yancey and I are partaking. Got this down there at the M&W Retail Liquor Store. And uh, I'm not going to say it's the best beer I've ever drank, but there have been plenty that are worse. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's really good. I'm impressed. We are drinking the lager. Mm-hmm. The original yes. amber, you said it says? Original amber beer, yes, sir. It's not terrible. I mean, I would drink some more of it. I would, too. Uh, uh, thankfully, because there's a, a six-pack in there. Yes. I also did buy some Amber Bock just in case this sucked ass. <laughs> Good looking out. I was talking to uh, Casey Ernie in there, and she said she's afraid to try it because she'll buy a was bunch Cassie of... Was Cassie there, too? Yes, yeah, that's, that's, the gal. that's the gal I was talking about. Okay. Thanks. Uh, and she said she's afraid to buy it because uh, she wouldn't like it if she had a bunch of beer. I think it's safe to go ahead and try it. Yes. Yeah. It does not suck. Your uh, your local beer review guys are here to tell you that it is safe to go ahead and yes. uh, and buy it. Thank you, Cassie. Casey. 
Huh. What are you drinking? Um, I'm still drinking this strawberry lemonade stuff. Strawberry lemonade stuff. Yeah. That also came from MW Liquor. It's a few weeks ago. So it's been uh, five days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Four. <laughs> math. Also math. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see, that I'm not well. I'm not proficient. <laughs> uh, and the city manager of Coffeeville is still employed. As far as we know. Mm-hmm. Unless there's something we don't know. Uh, we're rolling around almost a week since the uh, upheaval. Is that the right word? Who's going to be back in? Not uh, It's not this week. It'll be the next Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the next meeting. Mm-hmm. Who Who's going to show up again? I'm going to predict. I'm calling you people out. Here it is. I predict there will be less than 15 people show up at the next meeting. People are going to show up, but not like they did before. Yeah, I I agree with that, too. I think a lot of the firefighters will probably show back up. Firefighters are going to show up. Their wives and families, maybe Mm -hmm. a few of their close friends. But the people that just were there to voice their opinion against the city manager, I think that's going to be a much smaller turnout. Prove us wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong. I want you to prove me wrong. Anyway, whatever. I just still cannot believe that the last portion of that week went by and nothing happened. The commission made no move, and the city manager didn't resign. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, it's just... It's hard to believe. It's just life is normal. Yeah, nothing has changed. I, I don't. I cannot believe that's what's going to happen. After the... the uh, the the, the uh, stature of people that showed up there. We're talking about players in the community. If you were playing chess, several people that would be on the board for the chess game of Coffeeville spoke out against the old boy, and diddly squat happened. So far. Whatever. Okay, yeah. good luck. Well, I mean, it's going to be up to the people to remember that. Right. So uh, Stay tuned. You'll hear it right here. Yes. Ron Bryce was here yesterday, State Rep. Ron. Uh, if you uh, didn't catch that, it's the episode right before this one. Uh, that dude is overperforming, man. He was going to come by, I think, tomorrow. And then out of the blue, he said, hey, I'm going to come by here in like 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, but dude is overperforming. Right now, he is in Dallas, Texas, working as a doctor in the ER. I had him look Before at this. he goes back to Topeka on Monday. Monday morning. I had him look mm-hmm. at this wart. Yeah. It's a bad deal, man. It's, a, it's, it's turning deal. weird colors. and mm-hmm. He was yeah. concerned about the hairs. Okay. But uh, anyway, when he was here, he... Uh, doesn't everyone look at wart? I have again. But uh, he was talking about uh, a Senate bill that Megan's going to elaborate on a little bit. But uh, we, you know, we said that when the uh, county assessor was here, Miss uh, Kicker, Last time, she said that uh, there's laws in place, that she has to follow laws. Right. And we asked him about it. He said, hey, man. So they're working on some stuff, and they realize that things have gotten upside down. It used to be the majority of the tax base was the industry. Now, what do you say it was? Like 60-some percent come from property right. taxes? So it was supposed to be like 34%, and now it's up to 60-something. I don't remember exactly. You can go back and listen Which on is the last episode. why he said the uh, state coffers are just overflowing right now, because they're collecting more tax than they actually need. Well, isn't that nice of them? It mm. is. And he said they're going to try to fix it, and there were several different ways they were going to try to fix it. One of them that I seem to remember the most, and I actually wrote down, was that one of the ideas is to limit it that your property taxes could not go up more than 3% a year. Capping it. Yeah. 
I'm mm. okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that too because uh, more than a few of us have seen triple that. Yep. That's what they've done for other taxing entities yes. for other things. There's been cap set. We learned that the Baroness of the Bean, Mrs. Uh, Bryce, yesterday uh, is a real estate expert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yes, <laughs> uh, she did mention that she well she agreed. I, I gave her my uh, idea of these these folks moving in from out of state, paying top notch for houses that we think, what the hell did you pay that for? That they think they got a good deal on. She said, yeah, that's comps, that's market. So, you know, when uh, somebody buys a house for ninety thousand dollars that you and I wouldn't give seventy five thousand for, it's like, well, hey. That old boy over there bought one for $90,000. So that means your house is going up, even though you gave uh, $72,000 for it two years ago. Yeah. It's just something that kind of happens by default, huh? Yeah. Well, it's it comps. Is. It's comparables. That's yeah, what they do. Exactly. So anyway, hopefully we're going to fix that. Well, and um, no offense to Rep Ron or, or anybody, you know, working on those bills, but... I mean, we know how government works too, and how yeah. back you know backs have to be scratched and whatnot to get something like that done. You very rarely see something rolled back whenever, especially when there's a surplus, you know, of funds to be able to roll back, you know, and for for the people, By taxes, i.e. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll be eager to see what's yeah. going to happen there. Don't forget, you are the government, not Rep Ron, not Don't. Doug Blex, not Virgil Peck, not. The city commission. You are the government. There were some other options there too that he talked about. So, um, of things that they might do. What were that the other? Do you remember? Uh, well, there was one that he wasn't quite sure. Like that, there would be a uh, something. I, I don't remember the. Yeah, that's technical. The percentage stuff that he had mentioned that yeah. he wasn't um, sure. On, and then no, yeah. I don't remember. The and other if one. you want to know, Ron oh, Bryce for Kansas. There's a website. There's a there's a Facebook page. And you can just go back and listen to the last Talk episode. to him. Yeah. I don't know if he said that on air, though. We talked about it afterwards, I think. Oh. Didn't we? I don't know. I don't remember either. Anyway, we got one call here. We're going to call. We have this guy. He's going to call in. Shit. No, that's not at all what's going to happen. We're going to play <laughs> his message. I got stuck in a loop of stupid there, and I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> like a whirlpool. Being in a stu- guy. stuck in a loop of stupid. Megan's going to elaborate on that a little bit later. Stuck in a loop of stupid sounds mm-hmm. like a great um, a title the for title? the episode. I do like that. Stuck in a loop of stupid. I bet you somebody. Uh, uh, they, they won't like I mean, them. it's better than wart hairs. A loop. Of stupid. That's offensive to somebody. It is. What is the difference? Yeah, it may get changed, but that's that's one idea. What do you think the difference is between dumb and stupid? Oh, uh, degrees of so stupidity, is, is, I guess. Is degrees dumb, of is dumb oh, yes, yes. the inability to learn, but stupid is having it but refusing to? Well, they say that that is the difference between like ignorance and stupidity, right? Ignorance is you don't know any better. Stupidity oh, okay. is you know better, but you still act on it. So I know some guys that are really nice, but they're just dumb. Well, you know, dumb used to be the term like deaf, deaf and dumb. Oh, deaf right. And dumb. So, so dumb you can't talk. Well, that's probably a I degree. So. You know, falls under the umbrella. Where of, do you get that degree at? Clearly, in Oklahoma, right? Oh God, <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> that's what she said. Not, not taking the bait. All right, here we go. Our old friend Lou. Hey, this is Lou. Good morning. Hope you guys are having a blessed day. I just kind of had a couple of questions. I don't know if there's a real answer, but working in medical retail, I've noticed the trend that people that tend to be on uh, center care and other forms of state welfare seem to have Oklahoma 
an arrogance and entitlement sense that they should get free medicine and give us uh, bad attitudes while they're making the purchases. And I've also noticed that a lot of people that get uh, sexual dysfunction prescriptions seem to be jerks and have bad attitudes towards us. It seems like we've got a lot of people that want to get free medicine and cheap medicine and have bad attitudes while they're getting it. And I was just brought up in an environment where being on welfare, being on state, assistance was not a badge of honor it was a badge of disgrace and the goal was to make yourself better to get over whatever obstacles you had in your way at that moment and become a better person and work towards paying back what you've taken and i just don't see that happening anymore and i just was kind of curious what the opinions of other people might be about this matter thanks hope you have a blessed day bye-bye Thanks, Lou. Thank you, Lou. Uh, I've talked about this before. I can remember back in the 80s, my mother had got some assistance, and I was embarrassed as shit because when she would go to the cash register, she'd break out these big-ass coupons, man, to pay mm -hmm. for stuff, and it was not a good mm -hmm. feeling. Now they give them a debit card. You can't even tell mm -hmm. the difference. Because you don't want to shame anyone. You don't want anybody to be shamed. I think we've, we've talked about this, too, in the way that, Government has expanded their programs so many times and so much that you are really, um, well, and Justin says their their goal, it seems, the goal would be to get everybody on the government. dependent. <laughs> yeah, dependent on the government yeah. because that means, well, first of all, that means job security. Can't vote them out. Mm -hmm. And you won't vote them out because if you do, the other side is going to cut your program that you that you quote unquote need. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I think that that that's a um, that is what they would call a systemic problem in the United States. Yes. Not they. They wouldn't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you you do have the people that um, like Lou himself there alluded to how entitlements become this empowering and emboldened thing to where you know <laughs> entitlement and I deserve this. definition itself. Yeah. Um, de deserving this and being entitled to it, it it might do, do they, something wait, to do the psyche. Entitlement programs? Do they still call them entitlement programs? That might be a trigger word. I don't know if Is they still thing? call it that or um, not. People's platforms, especially conservatives, used to run on entitlement programs or doing away with certain entitlements and whatnot. You don't hear that terminology used as much anymore as you used to. Huh. Do you think that maybe some of their asshole behavior that they're having is defensive? What the hell you got going over there, Yancy? I was reading something. Oh, I thought maybe you had something like maybe he's having a seizure or something. How's <laughs> that making a weird face? I mean, that was strange. You got bifocals or something? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Thanks, man. I thought maybe something you'd pretty, locked up. I didn't know what was going on. Maybe the Matrix, something was going on over there. He was there. glitching. But, Damn, uh, man. Call, <laughs> call the fuck out. Well, uh, I didn't know, dude. I couldn't tell what you was doing. I was at least she about really cares. You. That was concern. I, I appreciate that. That was concern. I thought maybe I was going to have to slap you or something. Least, I didn't know. At least my face doesn't Wait look up, like that all the time. Nah, your cousin's does. Damn. Uh, you think maybe part of that... Uh, asshole behavior that he was experiencing is that maybe people are a little bit embarrassed so they put up a defensive front yeah you know me when i get mad i kind of make an ass of myself you don't say 
So that, Wait, that's when my. When you get mad or when you get embarrassed, what do you, what did you mean to yes. say that? Yeah, all the, the all, all of it. Yes. Okay. So that, so I tend to do that when I'm pissed off. Oh, like yeah. when I run my head into something accidentally, I get pissed and I, I yell at everybody. You don't talk to me. Walk yeah, away. I've been there for all these things, and yeah, I mean you're right. <laughs> Not just about you, but I'm yeah. talking about just people overall. Where so I kind of wonder the, if that's what it is. The point that you're making there. Plus, you know. Well, maybe, but that doesn't entitle you to be a jerk to somebody else. Right. So Lou kind of uh, sounded like he had enough of their shit too. I know. I, yeah. I just did a just put in entitlement programs in the Googles, and it come back right at the very top. Uh, it says these programs include refundable tax credits like earned income tax credit. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP, SNAP yeah. Housing Assistance, Supplemental Security Income. So, all the things. And then I said, what are examples of entitlement programs? They went through the most important examples of entitlement programs at the federal level in the United States would include Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, most Veterans Administration programs, federal employee and military retirement plans, unemployment compensation, food stamps, and agricultural price support programs. So... It looks to be any entitlement program means any program ran by the government. Mm-hmm. Every one of those is ran by the program. It's funny because I, I would separate those programs out. Some of those, I think, some of those are in like, my mind, like the word entitled, what is, that is, word is actually different. means but, is not the same thing. Yeah, as, like maybe call them supplemental programs but or I supplement think it's, programs. If yeah. you qualify for one of these, you are entitled to the funds from that program mm-hmm. because we have defined... This because group of people, decided. that those people there, they're entitled to this program. So entitlement has a different meaning than, in, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. become this muddy water yeah. terminology because when you think of entitlement programs now, you think of people abusing the system. That's automatically where people and go not, a lot of the time. Not everybody is. Right, but. exactly. But that's where people automatically want to go because they see it every day and they get frustrated with it because they're like damn man that is my tax dollars he's sitting on his ass over there so you know sucking on the government teeth they've got social security here as an entire and this is from auburn university by the way that's it so the social security the veterans stuff i would think that those are entitlement programs like you are entitled to those things but not Entitlement program. Right, but not the entitlement programs that they're calling entitlement programs. Entitlement programs, to me, when I think of one, I think of food stamps, the uh, agricultural price support programs. What we would, well, I don't know what that is. What I, is that? Isn't that? Let's look it up. I have an idea what I because think Because what it I was going to say was just like, so what we used to call welfare. Mm, yeah. But I don't think that fits the agricultural thing he was just talking about. Is that that whole like uh, price support programs? USDA assists farmers and ranchers right. in managing their business by providing information about commodity programs, sign up periods, payments, and qualification criteria. Is that the? Uh, I don't think of that as welfare. Is that no. the uh, su- uh, the uh, subsidy program we're talking about? To where like they will pay the farmers and ranchers? Like if there's a drought so. or something. Hell, I know that major corporations get subsidies. Right. Like major. Very successful, high-profiting corporations that don't need them yeah. get subsidies. Mm-hmm. You heard a lot about that during COVID. How well, yeah. you know corporations and like millionaires were getting those subsidies, right? That small businesses sometimes weren't even getting. Do you remember hearing yeah. about that? Like uh, yeah. celebrities were getting checks in the mail, and and millionaires. I remember it must have been during. 
when the whole Obamacare thing was rolling in, a place that I frequent five out of seven days a week, sometimes more, put up signs giving us information about wanting to us to contact our representatives because it was going to cause a problem and some of their money was going to be... Well, sure. They was going to pay a fine, basically, or something. I'm, I'm talking out my ass, but they were going to lose money. I do remember that. And, they were going to take some things away. To this day now, that's why we have to have that um, that tax paper that we get. What's yeah. it called? That that you get that you have about. that says that you are covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they was calling my plan a Cadillac tax when they first started this because you know I have got lucky and and, and white Jesus there has blessed me with a good job with insurance and just white Jesus. You know, I was talking to my daughter today about how I really prefer a browner Jesus. But anyway, like eggshell Jesus. Yeah, I I, mean, I prefer <laughs> the OG Jesus. OG Jesus, the one that looks like Gene Simmons. Uh huh. Middle Eastern Jesus. Yeah. You know, Gene Simmons looks like Jesus', Jesus. cousin well, more than he, Slash. He is. Uh, Could he look like Slash? Oh no, Gene Simmons. That hair. Yeah. Gene was born. That is his background. Gene yeah. was born, I believe, in Israel, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So do some research on that. Jesus looks more like. Speaking of digression, the guy from Kiss than he does. <laughs> the guy that spits blood from Kiss looks like Jesus. How about that, there you boy? Go. Well, I mean, we was down there in Bartlesville today, and they were having a meth and fentanyl. March on meth and fentanyl or something. I mean, there was people up there thumping the Bible. No kidding. I mean, I think I heard at least four Bibles get wore out because they was smacking it. Yeah. Yeah. Out there doing well, drum solos. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying. No, that's what I, was going down. Right. I, I got out and gave them a howl either. Gave them a what? <laughs> what did you give it? Fentanyl. <laughs> Who was it I was talking to Justin yesterday? Justin was speaking in tongues. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and they said some word, and I said, I heard that word you made up. I'm going to use that tomorrow. Right. Uh, oh, man. So I, halfway uh, through that word, my tongue went on break. It did. Man. It said, fuck you. Your tongue had a layover. Pardon for permission. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. I, I heard uh, a guy use the word uh, astronomer <laughs> the other day. Ast- Hold on a second. Astronomer. Somebody needs checked. Megan, where do they make beer at? No, a brewery. Okay. Oh, damn it. I have to sound it out. I think it's that extra ER that everybody else just skips over because mm-hmm. it's, you know, here's brewery. A, hold on. Brewery. Here, here's a funny one that if Cheese is listening to this, only he will really understand how funny this fucking is, right? Okay. So this form that you've seen here, the mm-hmm. form that Ron's seen yesterday, we're, we're moving into, we're trying to be a little more professional at recommendations of, of people. We're trying to be more professional. So if you come in here, you got to sign a little form basically saying that, hey, I'm going to manipulate your name, image, and likeness because I'm a big fan of the NIL. <laughs> nice. But uh, I was uh, showing cheese. I said, hey, look at this. Tell me what you think about this. And he started going through spell checking and doing all kinds of shit. And I said, hey, hold up, man. My my wife, you know, she's a reading English teacher. She's the one that, that made this up. So... Uh, Don't listen, might, man. I'm might, glad. We're, I'm glad you, we're explaining this. You might want to back up. I said, now this one here, you're arguing about that can go either way. So I'm going to go with the teacher. Well, what I found out later was the one he was looking at was the one that I did because <laughs> apparently I don't know how to fucking read email. I don't know which one came first or last. So I printed off the one that I thought. This is how this shit works around here, Yancy. I come up with some genius shit, oh, right? Uh-huh. Believe me, I and know then how I it send works. it to her, and she makes it better. Well, I and thought I, I was showing... This guy mm-hmm. doesn't get any credit over here. I thought I was showing uh, 
head. Cheese head. Yeah. I think I'm going to start calling him head. Just head. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Why? Because oh, head no, is head. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't put head down like that. Uh, so he wasn't wrong. He was looking at basically. I went to Caulfield Public Schools, and later on we're going to figure out this is why I am the way I am. Yeah. I don't I don't think you can blame that, sweetie. What you don't I like try? English. <laughs> I don't like any kind of I like reading history reading. and social studies. I was telling her, and this is a you real like deal. History, what are you talking about? So I said reading history, social studies. That's my thing. I like not reading. I was like, wait a minute. I don't like reading. <laughs> You absolutely do not like reading. I'm an, uh, I'm an advocate against books. So if when, hopefully when I win commission, they're going to have somebody that comes and explains shit to me. Now listen, Justin, what this means. Uh, no, but what I was telling her, and I'm sure somebody out there, we're going to talk about math more here in a little bit. But Not just math, but yeah. When I really, seriously, when I look at math, I can physically almost feel, it feels like 15 monkeys in my brain having a, a rumble. And I really have to think about it. Yesterday, Cheesehead was training me on some stuff and at work. And Megan knows this. If there's instructions, I have got to read, place square A into square B and turn right. And I finally had to go, hey, stop. I need to fucking read this because I need to hear it. Not just from you. I need to hear it. That's how my brain it's works. Because you're not an auditory learner. I don't know what the hell that means. It means you don't you don't learn by listening to other people. No, I've got to read it two or three and times and then say it. You probably a my more dad tactile kinesthetic learner. Can't fucking read hardly at all. But you can give him a pile of wood and a tape measure and he can make a house squarer than the Egyptians made the pyramids. I in math, he's he's wonderful at it. I don't know how the hell He's some kind of a idiot savant. Savant. Oh, you, you, the part that was extra. <laughs> and I can read, but two of us together, we're like you know fourth grade. <laughs> Back to those monkeys we were talking about. <laughs> I, I ain't reading them damn proposals. They got them audio books for those city proposals. Yeah. There you go. That's I mean, I can do math, but it 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 doesn't come to me naturally. No, you have to sit there and think about it. I. My, my daughter in there, she's pretty good at math. And then the other one's not so much, but you're going to explain <laughs> a little bit on that, right? Um, I mean, she's got like a B in class. I'm it's always, not the worst. I've always been fascinated with the human mind and how shit works. You do shit that I couldn't do. I mean, you, you have ability to absorb all kinds of information. I didn't want to say useless, but you know what I mean? I like hear you. Information. Right, you know, filler. You're the fucking Cliff Clavin of the WKOP. Megan, you know, you have your thing that you do. All What's my that? ideas, since Megan's been around, I'm telling you, I'm, I've said it again, I'm, I'm going to do it again. We wouldn't have Caulfield Street Drags. We wouldn't have had the gun store in South Walnut. We wouldn't have had anything that I've done without her. Because I can do ideas, but then when it comes to... Implementation? Yeah. yeah. Somebody's got to put the commas and shit in there and yeah. make it look like it's not a dumbass trying to do it. But then she can't be in the commission meetings for me, so I don't know what the hell we're going to do then. <laughs> right? She sends me messages. Hey, you said the wrong shit. Yeah. My 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 text is shit. my my all my text says is please don't say the f word. <laughs> no, I never said the f word while no. I was hey, on man, commission. Why don't we uh, like Pavlov's dog? No. Why don't I go ahead and start ringing this bell again <laughs> you know, every time you say you the f word? It's funny you ask that. Mister Bryce was sitting there, and he goes, "Hey, tell me what the bell's for." 
I said, well, yes, he started out doing the Pavlov dog thing until I found out what it was. And I told him that I was going to insert it in his body. <laughs> but now it's just a bell. Like when somebody says something and yesterday somebody said something, he was like, he was acting like he was going to ring it. I'm like, hey, you ring it. Yeah, you want, man. But he didn't. But okay. he, he picked up on what it was for. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to go get a beer. So we're going to start into, because I have shit for notes. I don't okay. think. I might I have. I got a few things. I, I might have one thing. You want to talk about the. Meat Whisper. You're going down, son. Okay. October. Yes. You're going down. Don't Team WKOP is slinging the meat, son. <laughs> Damn. Is that the, All right. Uh, so go ahead and break off into it. Kind of give a little. Well, is it preface it? No. No. Fuck. I don't that know word. what you're... What's that word? <laughs> not sure. That's not it. No preface it? What's preface it? A preface? Preface? A premise? Premise. Okay. Okay. How about well, a... Like, you uh, want a preface to the book? What how about <laughs> a uh, podiatrist? No. Okay. I, no. We don't want a foot doctor either. Um. <laughs> so, you, Justin, had asked earlier... You keep saying you want to talk about the scores from today compared to scores from 20 years ago. Yes, ma'am. I say you can't do that for the very simple reason that you would be comparing apples to oranges as far as like what the tests say and like how they share that info. Um, But I did find a footprint is what it's called, a Kansas State Assessments footprint from fall of 2014. And this is for the, um, this is on uh, kansaslegislature.org. Okay. So it talks about um, in the late 1970s, the legislature told the State Board of Education that they had to develop and administer minimum competency tests, what we now call state tests. And they did that. And they continue to do that uh, with uh, the Center for Educational Testing and Evaluation um, at the University of Kansas. They won the bid to do that. And so they did that until the late 1980s. And then in 1992, the legislature passed a a state statute that they had to um, establish curriculum standards. So up until 92, apparently there were not curriculum standards in the state of Kansas anyway. I'm a class of 90, so that explains a lot. That does say a lot. Every every store, every school was just running their own play then. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And um, this is, don't get this confused with No Child Left Behind, although I'm sure that that's, um, and and eventually it became, what's it called? The... uh, uh, common core, common core, common yeah. core stuff later on down the road. Real so, quick, yeah. Anybody that disagrees with this, from any school board member to any teacher Look. to anything, you're welcome to come in here and rebut. Go ahead. Oh sure, um, and and we're not saying we're experts. Everything that we're saying well, today, okay. Everything we're saying today is our opinion on what we've read. So what we're presenting is stuff that we've read, and then just our opinions about it. So whatever about that. Um. Anyway, so they. They established these curriculum standards, and then their, um, the state board would provide statewide assessments. So starting in the 90s, instead of doing um, what Kansas uh, University of Kansas was doing, now they're doing the state is doing these assessments. And it wasn't just reading and math anymore. Now it's math, science, reading, writing, social studies, everything. Okay. The early 90s come, and you have um, accreditation standards, new standards written, new assessments developed. And, I mean, it, it's constantly changing. The, the assessments are always changing. Real quick. Yes. You are a board-certified teacher with a degree <laughs> in teaching. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um, in 2001, No Child Left Behind um, became a thing. And, um, it, well, 
that's what we call it. It's really the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, but we call it NCLB. And um, it became a part of federal accountability in math and reading and also started requiring states, although Kansas already was, to test in science. No Child Left Behind said that by 2014, you guys will laugh at this later, 2014, 100% proficiency in all of those subjects. Huh. Well, you know, we knew that, that was depends unattainable. depends on where the uh, standard is and the barometer, right? Are you going to lower everybody. your standards to meet well, that? 100% well, 100% is never going to happen. Well, right. everybody. That's that whole stupid meme where you see a fish standing next to a tree and they say, hey, everybody, the test is to climb the tree. And the fish is like, I'm fucked. okay. Uh-huh. Every every company that I know of always sets high standards. What are you going to do, really? If, let's say, the three of us got together and go, hey, you know what? Next week we're going to do the exact same thing we did last week. That's not ever trying to get better. So I understand what they're doing, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just stupid. So how about instead of, hey, this week we did two podcasts, let's try to do three next week mm-hmm. instead of let's do seven. It's all about setting a, re- a realistic bar, right? But then you fail at because your 100%. You, yeah, that's you stupid. You set yourself up for failure. Why would you yeah. set it so you're going to fail? You yeah. are going to fail. Well, so you're I mean, never going to be 100%. Is that a feel-good number? Like, hey, we're going to strive for 100%. Give so they set, set the number at 100% because the optics of setting it at 80%, people are like, well, hell, you know people have been like, well, why don't we shoot for 100? Why are we selling ourselves short? Damn it. Because it's unattainable. Yeah. And then you've just created an avenue for failure. Yeah. So spring of 2015 comes around. And there are new assessments. And I must have come on the board in 2016. Is that right? Did I go on the school board in 2016? I won 15 and so did you. Okay, so, so, you 2000, were there so January 16. to 19? Something like that, yeah. Four years? Yeah. Um, so I was on the school board locally when, when this was getting started. And I can remember having the conversation then that things were changing and you could no longer compare... It was actually frustrating for our um, our admin our administration because that you no longer could make applicable comparisons. It was like you were suddenly comparing, um, like, hey, we're gonna try to take the information from this test and compare it to the information from this test, and they were not similar. Like, you can't really do that. Um, and so that's why I said, like, you want information from twenty years ago, but you can't do that. It's apples to oranges, and it doesn't it doesn't work that way. But so in 2015, new state, uh, new state tests, um, $5.8 million um, to do these tests from the state. Math, English language arts, science, history, government, English language proficiency, and career and tech education. Um, second, Kansas in 2011, and this might be why in 2015 they changed these standards, so I don't know what to think about this because I don't know how they changed the standards. And I would please anybody from the school who we're, we're has, talking about testing and what? I don't think we ever actually. What do you mean? I just math. Said math. I read the overall. whole list. Oh, you I'm just sorry. I was listening. getting the beer. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Um, 2011, Kansas ranked the second lowest per pupil cost in the nation for um, taking these tests, and so maybe that's why they kind of went with these te- like lower budget stuff i don't know i don't know what the what the uh brought them to that but what we do know is that kansas is constantly um the numbers for free and reduced lunch are going up um, numbers with students with disabilities is kind of like it went from like 10 percent to 12 percent and it's kind of like fluctuated between that a little bit but 10 to 12 percent 
and ELL learners, the number of ELL learners, which is um, English language learners who are, so like secondary language learners, English learners, that number has continued to go up as well. So all that to say that um, I can't give you, you your think, You think that makes years ago. test scores worse if second language is yes. not English? Yeah. No, you mean a second language is English? Yes, like I'm if sorry, they, yes. Like if they come in speaking. Well, so here's what my experience with this is. When I was teaching in Missouri, we had a lot of students from, um, where were they from? Not Guam. Guatemala. No, my, my students weren't Guatemala. We have a lot of Guatemalan students. Oh, you're talking in about over in Diamond? Yeah. Uh, Micronesians. I don't feel like that's right, but maybe. Anyway, it it cha- they're they're not able to um, comprehend what they're reading. So like, even though they might have no, the I content, have they don't just they just don't know the words. So they might understand that two plus two is four, but if they don't know that two is our number for two, you know, then that struggles. So it's, yeah, it affects your test scores. It's a factor that has to be considered at least. Yeah, huh? yeah. So um, today I went to KansasReportCard.ksde.org. And um, kind of overloaded Justin with a whole lot of stuff. But no oh, shit. Um, so this was a local school district. I don't know if you want to. No, call go it ahead, man. Okay, so Coffeeville um, School District, USD four four five. In twenty twenty two, for all grades, so not just call like uh, yesterday we talked about a um, a specific grade. This is all grades, and in math, uh, level four meaning that you are like. Um, you would do just fine, at, you know, out of school with math is um, 3.54% proficient, like exemplary. Okay. And then um, the next level down is like, you know, you, you do okay with it is 13.2% for all grades. Level two, like you are very basic is 36.18%. And then level one That's probably me. is the worst is 47.06%. So almost half of them. Right. Almost, and so, almost half of your school isn't proficient. Well, here's what I... So I went to... Um, I stayed on the same site, but I went to compare it to the state average because, you know, okay, so what do these numbers mean? Because is everybody across the state... Like, are we all this way? Eh, to a degree. So for us, all grades, um, that that level one, the, the ones who are not proficient, 47.06%, the state date is at 34.19 percent so we are we are um worse i guess in that area by i'd like to apologize 13%. to everybody in oklahoma that i've been ragging lately <laughs> well we didn't we did not compare uh <laughs> no but i've been talking <laughs> a lot of shit oklahoma. on oklahoma my my third cousin oklahoma i love you dearly you know but come on um i uh in science, we were at like below level, like below basic, forty one point six one percent. The science or the state was thirty three point nine four percent. So again, we're like way down there. Oh, that wasn't science. Hold on, because I wrote science on this one, so that must be English. Um, the science one was f- we were at forty four point four one, and they're at thirty nine point nine nine. So we're like five points worse, but. Anyway, that's um, it was an interesting dig into it, but and it looks like we've made improvements from twenty twenty one, like um, in the math section for 
um, it, we were at 47.06%. In 2021, we were at 53.79%. So they've, like, they've made gains, but we're still like 13% worse than the state average. So this, this whole conversation was spurred by Rep. Ron's uh, talking about Senate Bill 83 that the governor did veto yesterday. He said he saw that on the way here. Yes, and I actually have something about that. Go ahead. Um, oh, wait, no, that was the, what I was talking about. I'm sorry, vetoed, he vetoed, she vetoed something on the trans athletes. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I have something about that later. I, not, I messed that up, too. Yeah. Not, uh, yeah, the rest of the stuff, but anyway, so that's. Do you have any, you, you preface this with, we're going to be putting our opinions out there. Sure. Do you, do you have an opinion as far as, like, contributing factors? Preface it. I prefaced. I think that um, so here here's my my only real example that I can I can give with this is that what you're going to hear is that they need more money. The districts need more money, right? That's what they're going to say. And what are they going to do with this money? Um, Didn't we have an administrator say that just a couple of days ago. Uh, oh yes. yes, we did have one. Yes, um, the. Uh, the problem is, what are you doing with that money? And I feel like they're going to throw it at technology because that's what our kind of our answer is to everything now. Like even for a while, all of you who are in Coffeeville, and I don't know if Coffeeville is still doing this, but if you guys were um, around in that 2018, 19 and you were in high school, you might re remember something called Summit Learning that was actually owned by the Facebook Corporation and um, was kind of a big, giant ball of mess. Um that, you know, we didn't have to pay for because Facebook was just, again, that's a whole other thing. But um, when my daughter switched over to a private school, yes, my daughter goes to a private school. Elite. Uh-huh. I also teach at a private school now, so just clear to all that. But I've taught at a public school, and I, I was on the school board for a public school, so. And she's married to me. And, yes, yeah, so. Yes, public school product. Yeah. yeah. So um, when my daughter went to a private school and she had textbooks, she didn't really know what to do with those. I mean, she knew what to do with them. <laughs> what do you mean? She didn't have textbooks at Coffeeville. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Everything was, like, online. Like, she might have a math workbook, but she didn't have, like... That's um, interesting. Yeah. They're, so, like, that's what I say when I when I say that I feel like they're going to throw it up more money. And that's just my, like, my guess, right? Because you're not going to pay your teachers more. Just so we can clarify. She didn't have any textbooks? I don't think so, because when she went over there, she was like flabbergasted that she couldn't just take her laptop around. And so I am not a reader, but I do believe that I noticed that the smarter amongst us are pretty good at holding the books and reading them. Well, I mean, I prefer a handheld book over uh, my e-books, but hmm. yeah, e either Same. way, like, yeah, so I mean, and I can't say that they don't that they don't have a class over there that doesn't have a textbook. I don't know. I know that her experience was that she did not have textbooks, um, and if she did, it was like a math workbook, something like that, where she, you know, had to do whatever. But yeah, so when she got to the private school and she suddenly had uh, textbooks for every class, uh, she actually understood what I like. All those things, like you know, back in the day when we complained because our parents walked both hill, up hill, up hill both ways to <laughs> get to school, snow. And whatever, right? 
well, I always complained about the weight of my textbooks because, you know, backpacks, heavy. Well, I mean, she never got ma- that. Math and science books, yeah. you know, two inches thick. Yeah. So um, so she had a, a you new experience. think that's experience two inches, when... do you? <laughs> so. You think that's thick? I have no idea what they would plan to do with this money. Um, they would say that they're going to throw it at programs. They're going to, I mean, there's so many things that you could do with this money. And some of it, I'm sure, could be beneficial. But the problem is that we're always throwing money at it. At some point, there has to be a change of something, a mindset. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this educational pendulum that swings back and forth. It always goes from one extreme to the other. There's never like a, um, it never kind of fizzles out in the the middle. And that's kind of what happens. Enough's never enough. Right. And once it hits that way, because people are tired of it, it's going to swing back the other way. And then it's going to go all the way back and... Yeah, it just, I don't know. I'm curious to see, uh, part of this was, I mean, if you haven't listened to um, Rep. Ron talk about how they're handling some of this and and the savings accounts that are coming up, which is what um, what I've seen several local, regional um, teachers and administration post about, they are not in favor of these savings accounts Oh, and what we, he didn't say yesterday, which he told us off the air and, and it was in my notes, those savings accounts, if you decide to homeschool your kids and you don't ever use any of the money from that savings account, they can use it to pay for college. $5,000 a year. Are you talking about like a voucher program? No. That's a savings account. That, so if you send your kid to a, and I, I understand what you're, like what you're thinking, but it's uh-huh. not quite the same thing. Okay. So instead of it being a voucher program, it in, like so, Coffeeville would still get, or any local school, public school would still get like fifteen thousand dollars for that kid for the next two or two to four years, but five thousand of that twenty thousand per student, which is what they're paid, goes to a savings account. So, and that savings account money can be spent on whatever educationally, for private school, homeschool, whatever. But if you choose not to use that savings account money, it stays and it grows, and your kid can then use it for college. So. Sorry, go ahead, Justin. I just want to get one little thing out pretty quick so nobody freaks out. If this Senate bill passes, next year, Coffville Public Schools, wherever you're from, isn't instantly going to lose money. No. It's going to slowly be... Right, that's what I said, the two to four years. Faded out, yeah. I just want to put that in the most layman terms possible. But... Basically, what he's getting at, we're trying to get to that point to where our kid doesn't go to public school, yet I still pay damn taxes to it. Now, me and her talked earlier, I don't ever want public school to go away because there's people out there, children, that the only chance they have is going to these public schools because their parents are dirtbags and they don't give a shit about them. And there's no way they're ever going to be homeschooled or private schooled. So I want to make sure everybody understands that. And, and Rep. Ron, once again... Ron Bryce for Kansas Facebook page. You got any questions? Yeah, he is not anti-public school at, at all. all. Well, so that was going to be my follow-up question: is how big of a stink is that going to cause with people who support public school? Are they going to say, "Well, well that's, what they're... that's taking funding away," or yes. you could be using that money that's putting the the savings account towards public school? Absolutely. Look, we need to invest this and that. But I really guess that's that the point money... you're trying to make, right? For I, I get that, and and. For me, though, when I look at that money, that money is supposed to be $20,000 per student. That's what I'm, and that's the, just the amount that as it is currently, $20,000 per student that the school district gets every year. If you don't have that kid, 
you don't need that money. I mean, I understand you're trying to budget. And even now, um, the budget that you get this year is based on the numbers from last year. So if you increase by 100 kids, you are missing that money from this year. And then you have to make it up on the next year. Even if you might lose 20 kids, you're, gonna, you're not going to lose that money. That's already how this works. This money just uh, takes away that 5000 immediately to go into the savings account. You still get that 15000 even if you don't. And if another kid comes in and takes their place, they get that $20,000 for that kid on top of the $15,000 well, it sounds the like kid that they're not there. The biggest deciding factor, too, for a lot of parents is the money stays with the kid, too, right. you're saying. Yeah. Right. That's really what it is, too. It, it, and really, what his what, the way I interpreted what he said is that it really is about allowing accountability to be yes. on the part of the parents. And what I mean by that is that a lot of parents feel like they're stuck in the school that their kid is going to and that they don't have a choice. Because they can't afford to send them to a private they school. They can't afford to send them to a private school. They can't um, They can't afford not to work in homeschool. Or maybe that's just uh, not how their kid best learns. If you, um, I can remember trying to teach my daughter, who is a very intelligent girl, and I'm a teacher, right? Have been since before she was born. Trying to get her to sit down and do something with me in preschool time, immediately I was like, nope, we are never homeschooling. That is, our dynamic does not work for that. Disclaimer, we too cannot afford to send our kid to a private school. Part of your compensation. Right, I teach. Is so. that. So there's no elitism here. No, we just no. got lucky. Well, our other children, they go to public school. They do go to a public school. In yeah. Oklahoma. And, I mean, our kiddo went to a public school for years. And, you know, and, and ironically, it was her decision to leave not so ours. i think what the goal is here there's a little bit of an incentive that two to four year phase out for public schools is basically hey we're gonna phase out some of your funding but if you get your shit together and get your test scores up to a reasonable level i don't think everybody needs to be 100 percent. no it's never gonna there's happen some there's no way they can get that there's it's just some kids happen. that can't absorb it there's a lot of justins in there there's a lot of kids that have English as a second language that just are never going to get those hundreds. But, damn it, there should be a little bit better return on my assets, investment, right. sorry, investment <laughs> ROI, uh, than what we got currently. And this is America. And you shouldn't be taxed to pay for something that you're not using. Right. Well, and to go back to the beginning of this whole discussion, mm-hmm. um, you, you said something that was pretty profound that, you know, uh, public school supporters are going to say, well, you know, damn it, we'd get our test scores up if you gave us more money. You're already getting half the budget in Kansas. Over half the budget. So I think that's really something important to touch on to, like, drive the point home. To we where always want to throw already, more money already, you know, getting so much money. Right. To invest in these kids. And like Justin said, return on investment. You have the numbers. The right. numbers are staring you right in the face. The only time it's good to throw more money at something is at WKOP, oh. you know, WKOPodcast.com. I don't know about that, but I'm just saying that no, it's real. money has been thrown at the schools for a long time. And it seems the test stores seem to be going down. Well, they yeah. And so they did make improvements since 2021. And I will say, we all know COVID had an impact, right? Yeah, no doubt. We know that. But the state average should reflect that as well. Because they all 
went through that. It wasn't like just the Coffeyville School District, just Montgomery County went through the COVID craziness. That would reflect statewide. So the numbers that you're seeing, yeah, they might be worse compared to what you saw in 2019. Uh, the, I don't think they even tested in 20, did they? Because they were already shut down. Yeah, I think so, that would have been the year they didn't test. So what you're going from from there is it should just be going up. And it looks like maybe it is. But we're still behind state average by quite a bit. I I can hear just... Yeah, so absolutely. Te- teachers' uh, teeth teacher. grinding like, out there. They're like, well, you know, I mean, look at the teacher salaries. You could be putting it. that into teacher salaries. What would you say to those people? Sorry. I mean, you could be, but how? how is improving your salary, and I say this with thinking that teachers make crap money for what they do and the hours that they put in. Yeah, I know. This is hitting close to I home, know. Right? I know that you make crap money. And I know that that um, thing that Biden's floating around right now saying that no teacher should make less than, is it forty or 60000 a year? God, I don't remember the number. It, it seems unattainable. We're st- like for basic first year out of college compared to like where most of us start, that would be a huge pay increase, which the government has, the federal government has proved that they can't pay their bills anyway. So don't rely on that. Just don't won't pay their bills. Yeah. yeah. I've been married to two teachers and- do they make enough money? No. But they also have a lot of time off. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. No, hold on. <laughs> but hold on. Hold on. Speaking of teachers' teeth mm. grinding. It needs to be prorated in the fact that do they make enough money for whatever time they're there? I mean, I don't know what a teacher in Kansas makes. Yeah. Hey, I just spent my spring break working on lesson plans. I understand that she did. Uh, but to say that a teacher needs to make $70,000 a year, True. But they also have a lot of time off. So mm-hmm. let's make sure that while they are working, they are being compensated correctly because they're dealing with all of your bratty-ass kids. And they are forming – my bratty-ass kids too. They are forming society. They really right, are. Right. I mean, they are basically uh, training the next wave and of citizens. We, we saw how important the school system is when COVID happened because people were freaking the fuck out. My – plan for my kid babysitter let's just be honest is no longer available what am i going to do right well why do you think every time there's a program or every time there's an agenda they go after the school kids right because they are literally training the next uh wave of citizens but to answer your question though my my thought on that is how does increasing your salary and that alone how does how does us giving you more money help you improve the scores. Right. Well, what does the, that do? And the, the biggest reason I brought it up is because you know They're you know it, it sure. would come up. Absolutely. And I feel that pain. But I also know that like the more money in my bank account isn't going to suddenly, you know, w- to make their test scores better. That's just not how it works. Yeah, money doesn't equal a... Uh, suddenly better teacher or result or or product i think the only thing that throwing more money at something makes better is race cars i thought you were gonna say wko podcast in that too but uh race cars yeah that's it (laughs) faster (laughs) parts cost more money but when it comes to kids you can't throw more money at a kid you can have a hundred dollars worth of budget and not utilize it correctly to get to that kid and the other kid Hell, he's he's five dollars smart. And the other kid, 
Is $100 smart? Let's be honest. None of this is an increase in money other than you get to keep that 15000 longer than the one year past. I mean, think about that. I mean, so really, there's no increase in money to argue about. If you've homeschooled your kid for 12 years and, it, and they ever, how many years, how much is it a year? 5000 5000 12 years later, you got 12 times 5, math, yep, do that. 60. Thank, thanks. Now you've got $60,000 to send this kid to school. That's a dang good. That's a hell of a, yeah. Or at least for a year. Do they, still, going. do they still do that deal to where if you attend school, and does it count for homeschool in Coffeeville for community college? I don't know. I know my Tyro kids have it. Oh, really? For Coffeeville, yeah. If anybody knows, for CCC. please uh, call the number and let us know. Or send me a damn message. What is that number, you think? 620-625-0146. So, yeah. Anyway, I would suggest that you go back and listen to um, Rep. Ron and his um, his talk from yesterday um he talks about how the state government is having to make up the funding that the federal government just isn't going to pay for the to yes. fully fund the special education program they just don't pay come it. on guys of all the things that you're not going to fund it's going to be the special education program yeah seriously um but so the state government is working on taking care of that and and filling in that gap and that also goes to that whole like but biden wants to like tote out this higher minimum wage oh yeah so he can drop so it, a, and then your state's going to have to pick it up and pay it again. That's another great example of throwing money at something doesn't make it better. We're going to raise the minimum wage, and you're starting to see more automated bullshit like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. I wish I wish we had video right now. Yes. You guys have no idea what's happening in this studio this, right now. There are pipes here. Yeah. Make us look much smarter. That's right. Anyway. All the carcinogens. Do you guys have anything else to add on that? I, and again, all you school people, don't just like get hostile at us. Come in and say something. Yeah, we are not like anti-public school. What we are is a uh, a good use of our taxpayer funds. I'm looking at my uh, notes just to make sure. And no, the only thing I have is that the meat whisper is going down. That's it. Okay. I mean, I have more notes. I just okay. Go ahead. About that. Um, so I talked, to, or you kind of mentioned to uh, Governor Kelly vetoed something yesterday, like as. Um, as Ron, uh, Rep. Ron was in here, um, or on his way over here. So, back in whenever Governor Kelly was having to run for um, her her seat again, she uh, had said that she well, she talks out of her seat. It sounds like <sighs> well, yes. So, um, hold on, let me find it because it, it's actually quoted in this thing that I. Um, she actually said that, of course, um, biological men do not belong in women's. Oh, oh, here we go. She says, looking into the camera um, during her reelection campaign, she says, of course, men should not play girls sports. OK, we all agree there. So let's go back to why she has now vetoed three times in a row. <clears throat> um, banning biological. Well transgender athletes from girls and women's sports so um friday for the third year in a row she has um vetoed this and this is what they're going to have to fight for and this um article which is ap news um they seem to think that they have a good chance of overturning that veto this year because of the numbers are just maybe a little bit better but who knows right yeah, so they needed what eighty four, and they got they had but, they had enough. He thought. But listen to to 
beyond any of this, this is what she's considered. Here's what she says. Let's be clear what this bill is all about. Politics. Okay. It won't increase any test scores. It won't help any kids read or write. It won't help any teachers prepare our kids for the real world. So in order for Governor Kelly to approve anything from here on out, it has to increase test scores, help kids read and write, or help teachers prepare our kids for the real world. Everything else doesn't matter. So you might as well cut all your music programs. You should cut all your athletic programs because that doesn't help. That doesn't increase your test scores. It doesn't help kids read and write, and it doesn't help teachers prepare their kids for the real world. So if it doesn't raise the test score, she's out on it. Well, that's not just that. But if it uh, and if it won't help any kids read or write, which I guess would increase test scores, and if it won't help any teachers prepare our kids for the real world, so let's not think about all the the girls who they came and like heard testimony from about how uncomfortable it was to have to change clothes in the dressing room with a a biological male. They- Talked about dudes with their wings out. Showering with the girls in their dressing rooms. This isn't even just about this. It's, I mean, there's also, well, Rep. Ron talked a little bit about, or said maybe just one sentence about um, having biological men in the prisons even. Like, yeah. obviously that doesn't have anything to do with their, their uh, part of the sports. Topic. It's part of the topic. Though. Right. So, yeah, I'm. Mm. You, you started off good, or should I say the governor started off good. Back by, when she was by saying, you know, oh well, you know, of course men of don't course. belong in. So she, uh, she's really not. Uh, she's she's walking that line in the sand, right? She's not stepping right. over it either well, way. When it's time to get votes, she agrees with the populace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not for this one. So, um, I still don't yeah. understand. And I said this yesterday. It wasn't that long ago that. My daughter had no chance, daughters, had no chance of being the governor of Kansas just because that was unheard of. Yeah. Women don't run the show. Now that women can run the show, and I believe that we will see a woman president before I die. I believe that. And I'd be willing to vote for the correct one. Please don't let Mm. it be Kamaya. It won't. Uh, Suddenly, why are these women in power voting to let dudes and it is the women take over girl sports it is the women in charge who are who are leading this battle what are you doing it's the women in charge who are putting these transgender men as women of the year women of courage Mm. what what are you doing i think it's the long game played by the uh, misogynist assholes that figured out how to get back and top that you say they're buying the women in charge off is that what you're saying Mm. or maybe they're just manipulating them Um, so LGBTQ rights advocates say when, when she said, of course, men should not play girls sports. Okay. We all agree there. When she said that they're saying that they understood her ad as saying that men aren't playing women's sports because transgender women are women. That's not what she said. No, that's, uh, that's reaching. Republicans are saying that she's lying about her record, which she is. So, (laughs) so neither side is happy with what she said. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, so clearly she's not going to do what she said she was going to do. She's not honest, which I think we all probably knew that already, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's maybe there'll be uh, enough to, uh, um, to get it. Oh, did he say on air yesterday that they finally defined what a male and female is? 
they had a discussion, yes, and it, it, oh. it did pass. But okay. The, the fact that we have to have that discussion. Oh, here it is. Yeah, it actually says it in this article. Another Senate-passed bill defines male and female in Kansas law based on a person's anatomy at birth and to clear that cisgender women and girls have a right to private spaces separate from men. Because, you know, we have to say that now. So Ooh. the cis word. Yeah. Which also, like, people who are upset if I don't call myself a cis woman, I don't have to add anything because you aren't for sure on what's going on in, in your world. Remember when they would call dudes that acted like girls sisses? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, Rep. Ron Bryce, you're in this article. Yeah. There Interesting. It is. He says, uh, talking about... Um, the measure is before the House after one of its committees rewrote it this week to prevent it from applying to intersex people, which he did talk about yesterday as being like a very small, you know, intersex describes p- uh, people born with genitalia, chromosomes and or reproductive organs not associated with typical definitions for males and females. We don't want to marginalize them anymore, said Republican State Rep. Ron Bryce, a Southeast Kansas doctor. Hey, look at you, Rep. Ron. Awesome. And if anybody could uh, define what a man and woman is, I think it would be a medical doctor that is actively you would think that, practicing but... today. Um, I was just read. This is completely different uh, topic here, but did you guys see that the uh, drummer, what's his name from Def Leppard, was, uh, Rick, was attacked? Oh, what's Rick's last name? Uh, How Rick... could you attack an unarmed man? Rick. Oh God! Oh my God! Rick Allen. So, you do. Well, see you guys next week. Uh, In Fort Lauderdale, Florida, they charged an Ohio teenager. Oh, God. Give me three dings. All right. Yeah, well. With felony assault after he allegedly attacked the drummer of um, the rock band Def Leppard. 19-year-old Max Hartley is accused of assaulting Rick Allen on Monday while he was standing outside of the Four Seasons in Fort Lauderdale smoking a cigarette just a day after the band had played at the Hard Rock Hotel. The left-handed cigarette? I have no idea. Um, Anyway, he came up from behind him, threw his head to the ground, and began to hit him. A woman tried to interfere, and the dude began hitting her and dragged her by the hair. Damn, the whole thing was hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> he has been charged. Here's the part that made me want to talk about this, because I know everybody's probably like seeing You know, he's probably singing, I need no. him, women. Would you? This yeah. is the part that he's going to be like, are you kidding me? Okay. Guys, you ready for the charge? Hmm. Charged with abuse of the elderly. Get oh, the damn it. Out of here. And charged with the abuse of a disabled adult. Both are true. (laughs) I'm sure he's like... For those that don't know, he has one arm. Well, I think you said it like five times now. Well, I didn't say it like for sure. Uh, You know how I like... Well, that's kind of weird news, but like I like to share the weird news. And this is not something that I like to share. It's pretty like disturbing and and disgusting. But an Oklahoma man... (laughs) Was sent a little light ding, L- little ding, <laughs> little ding. Because I'm from Oklahoma, right? right. right. Just wait, ding. you guys are going to be like, "Oh my word!" Hannibal Lecter, right mm-hmm. here, sentenced to life in prison for killing a four-year-old, the uncle, his uncle, and a woman whose heart he cut out and cooked. So Lawrence Paul Anderson pleaded guilty to one count of assault and battery with a deadly weapon, one count of maiming for stabbing his uncle's wife and gouging out her eye. Ooh. So, this man was already in prison. Um, 
Did he have black eyed peas? Oh, wow. <laughs> so he was released early from prison as part of the mass, um, what do you call that? Commutation? Com- commu- when when um, Governor Stitt let That's a, a lot mm-hmm. of them commuted their sentences. Commuted, yeah. thank yes. you. Yeah, remember that? Remember um, when they could supply enough mass so they just started letting people out right. of prison? Boy, that so, worked out well, it sounds like. In, um, let me see what he was originally in there for. He's in 2017. Okay. He was sentenced to 20 years in prison for probation violations on a drug case. 20 years. Okay. Governor Stitt commuted the sentence last year to nine years of prison, and he was released after just serving a little over three years in prison. And he was released in January. And in February, on February 9th, he admitted to stabbing um, this woman, his uncle, and his uncle's four-year-old granddaughter um, in Chickasha, 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 there it is, Oklahoma. So he was released um, from prison early, obviously, in in January of 2021. So on February 9th, he did this. He admitted to injuring his aunt um, by stabbing her and gouging out one of her eyes. So she's still alive. Damn, she's still alive. Yes. Um, He brought the person that he... No. That he brought the heart of the woman that he killed um, to his aunt and uncle's house, cooked it with potatoes, and tried to serve it to them before killing his uncle, wounding his aunt by taking out her eye, and killing their granddaughter. Wait a minute. I thought the heart was the aunt. No, it's a different one. A different woman. So he killed killed a four-year-old. He killed three people and injured his aunt. Yes. Um. Jesus can't come back soon enough. So mm. he pleaded guilty on Wednesday to three counts of murder in the first degree, one count of assault and battery with a deadly weapon, one count of maiming. And um, and because he pleaded guilty, it reduced his sentence from death to five counts of life in prison, three of those without parole. So, um, yeah. So he was previously just in jail for, I mean, I say just, but for just probation violations about drugs. And now, I mean... What so, in the world? It's quite a leap, huh? Yeah. That that was, I don't know. I always believe that kind of stuff is living inside some people anyways. Just eventually finds its way out, right? I guess, but like, man, what? Imagine, you get out of prison and a, less than a month later, huh. you're like taken, like trying to, have seriously, ever, like have, did, did he watch Silence of the Lambs have, or what is going on? Have you ever wondered what's inside of people that you know? Uh, probably but, don't want to. But the ability to not do it. Mm-hmm. Huh. I guess that goes... It's b- like sin is in all of us. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's acting but, on but it. But do you have the ability to stop it? Right. You know. it's uh, I, That's why I always think Minority Report is such a, oh. a crazy concept, right? Like it's what's in your mind and what you're going to do and they prevent you from acting on it if they know that the intention is there is basically what it is. I I always think that's crazy because like you said, do you ever wonder the people that you see at Walmart or your friends or your family or whatever? You never know who you're walking around. Mm -hmm. Who's living next door. Because they literally are among us. We've had the conversation like when you're going down the interstate, like what are you passing that you don't know? How many... How many pounds of drugs? How many illegal people? How many kidnapped, abducted people? How many bodies and trunks? How many uh, murderers are going down the road? What are you passing on the highway that you don't know nothing about? What is not just driving? What is off in the fields near you? Yeah. 
you know? People are always finding. And I never know, like, because you try to, like, or maybe you don't, but, like, I do. I'm like, what would I do if I found that? Uh, Freak the heck out. Yeah. Those are the things that make me not want to look in the bags. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, when you see things Mm -hmm. on the side of the road. Now, it's inevitable. When we see, like, a, a trash bag on the side of the road, I'm like, do we do we stop? Is that a? I do the same thing with buses and trailers. What band is that? Mm. <laughs> That's very different, but yes. Justin and I go fishing. You know. What, oh yeah. What could we dredge up? Mm. You know. Hey man, I'm hung up over here. Hey, got me a marlin. Uh, never mind. Yeah. It's a size twelve. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Last thing. Did you guys know that there's a clinical name for the time uh, when you can't go to sleep at night, but you stay up eating all night? What awake part people? It's called insom nom 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 nom. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dad jokes. <laughs> Mom jokes. Mom jokes. I just said it. That's all I had. I just saved the joke for the end after all that crap. Wowzers. Mm. I always bring you guys the sad and depressing stuff and then pass it on to Yancey. Yeah. So how do I follow that up? Oh. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we bag on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame pretty often here. Yes. How we gripe about how it's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, recently, artists have started coming out. Artists who are actually inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like Dolly Parton? Like Dolly Parton, you know. But she, beforehand, uh, didn't want to be inducted, didn't think she deserved to be in there. Whether it was because she wasn't rock and roll or she's just humble enough to say, hey, I don't belong in here with these other big names, even though Dolly Parton's like one of the most influential artists ever, one of the greatest songwriters, yada, yada. So Chrissy Hind, who is the lead singer of The Pretenders, uh, was inducted into the hall in 2005, and she aimed some uh, ammunition at the institution in a post on Facebook. Quote, if anyone wants my position in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they are welcome to it. I don't even want to be associated with it, she wrote. It's more establishment backslapping. Mm-hmm. I got in a band, so I didn't have to be part of all that. Hind then went on in detail on the dread she felt when she found out she would be inducted. Hmm. So this is pretty interesting. She said, I was living a happy life in Rio when I got a call I was being inducted. My heart sank because I knew I'd have to go back for it as it would be too much of a kick in the teeth to my parents if I didn't. I'd upset them enough by then, so it was one of those things that would bail me out from the years of disappointing them, like moving out of the USA, being arrested by PETA protests, uh, or being arrested (laughs) at PETA protests, I'm sorry, and my general personality. Other (laughs) Other than Neil Young's participation in the induction process, the whole thing... I'm sorry, an ad popped up. Um, The whole thing was and is total bollocks. Hind ended her post by asserting the hall was absolutely nothing to do with rock and roll, and anyone who thinks it is is a fool. Uh, this comes on the heels of who really gives a shit, but Courtney Love coming out and saying, you know, some of some of the same stuff in a lengthy op-ed in the Guardian on Friday. Courtney Love decried she was described as oh she, what she described as sexist gatekeeping. The whole leader who spoke at the 2014 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony with uh, when her husband Kurt Cobain was inducted posthumously with Nirvana pointed out that just 8.48% 
of inductees have been women. Love further noted that such notable artists as Big Mama Thornton, Kate Bush, and Chaka Khan are still awaiting enshrinement. I wouldn't put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, exactly. So those are two completely uh, different gripes. Yes. But Can we just change it to the Music Hall of Fame? I mean, pretty much, right? And I agree that Chaka Khan probably should, should be, be somewhere in the Music Hall of Fame. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and even... Rock and roll. Does Elvis need to be in the same building as Judas Priest when it comes to rock and roll? I mean, the the genre has definitely has changed. evolved has evolved over the years. I Just, mean, you can't have a guy that's uh, the quote unquote king of rock and roll not in the Rock and Roll wanna, Hall of Fame. I want to talk about that real quick. Can okay, we, can we talk about yeah? That? Go ahead. Can we talk about Bob Joyce real quick. Hey, let Let's oh, do geez. it, man. Before I move on, sure. Go right ahead. This is for cousin Shane. Are you gonna say something? Bob Joyce? Yes. Did you hear any of those videos I was watching earlier? Could not help but to do so, yes. So Bob Joyce is a preacher in his early 80s, they said, that preaches in Benton, Arkansas. I want you to look up Bob. No, Benton. Benton. It's uh, just down the road from Little Rock. Okay. I want you to look up Bob Joyce, Mm J-O-Y-C-E, preacher. I'm speaking to you and everybody listening. Wait, is this this guy related to the... uh... Roy, did we bring a Royce Joyce here? Uh, yeah, the guy that was on American Idol. What was his last name? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, some people have a conspiracy theory that he is Elvis. Oh, geez. What? So there's Elvis impersonators, and, and Yancey and I and you, everybody, we can imitate a person's voice. Mm-hmm. But the level of imitation that this cat is doing, he's been doing it. If he's a troll, he's been doing it for so long. Now, here's one thing I have an issue with. His skin tone is much paler than Indian, which was Elvis is Indian, right? He has some kind of dark... This guy does not look like Elvis to me. You don't think? No. Well, Elvis died when he was 40-something. Maybe. 42, I believe, yeah. This guy doesn't even have the same smile. If you watch some videos... So, he's a preacher. He's a charismatic preacher. Mm. Yeah. If you watch videos of him doing Elvis songs, which is another weird thing that he does Elvis songs in, in the church. church, but a lot of his songs <laughs> but, are spiritual, right? Exactly, and he he's saying like in the chapel, in the chapel, and, uh, yeah. Damn, this dude sounds like what eighty year old Elvis would sound like. And and you know they say that everybody in the world has you know at least one or two, if not more, doppelgangers, yeah. right? Yeah, Even yeah. if the guy is in a doppelganger physically to a hundred percent. This guy has doppelganger like personality traits or doppelganger like voice cadence. Yeah. And like Justin said, that can be practiced or perfected. The guy's in his 80s. Maybe he's been damn. impersonating Elvis since he was 30 years old. Who knows? But if he has been, me, he's perfected. There's also are you video. telling me that there's nothing about this guy prior to Oh, well, I don't know. I haven't dug that deep. Check his but background. there is video of what people are claiming is Bob Joyce. At, at Graceland. Graceland in 2016. Mm-hmm. It sure as the hell looks like Bob Joyce. Okay. Somehow does Bob Joyce end up at Graceland during 2016? Because everybody knows. I don't know about now. but Watering the lawn, though? But that wasn't the one I was watching. Did you okay. watch the one where he left the door and got into the black SUV? In, in the back? Why is he being chauffeured around? I know he's a preacher, but he's not like some celebrity so preacher So here's my thing. Why is Bob Joyce at Graceland during Christmas... If anybody doesn't know the Wait, story, go ahead. Yes, exactly. Lisa Marie 
still, well, she's dead she, now. Right, she but would. Dead. But during Christmas, she would go to Graceland, and for a couple of weeks during, they would shut down, and they would have dinner at Graceland. And the way this dude was acting there was, he was very comfortable. He right. wasn't a guest. Well, he didn't appear to be, if you was invited to Graceland for Christmas, you would be very like, Stand off Can I right? stand here now? Yeah. Do I do this now? This dude was running around acting like he ran the uh, show. Yeah, he looked like he ran the show. Here's my problem. If Elvis conspiracy theory didn't die back in the day, why? Why would you go to all that trouble to quote unquote unalive yourself? Just to come out as this preacher and sing your own songs in at, church in church, bring attention to yourself. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Why would you do that if you wanted to? If you wanted to be away from public eye that much, why would you brag about like here I am in Benton, Arkansas? We need to do a little more research and figure out when Bob Joyce popped up. He's not Elvis. Let's find his high school photo. Does Shane say he's not Elvis? He's oh, not Elvis, Elvis is, yeah, Shane. Elvis is dead, right? Shane definitely told us not to be uh, bamboozled by the scam. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I'm with you, Shane. But uh, either Bob Joyce is the greatest Elvis, oh, it's tribute artist now, I'm sorry, not impersonator no more. He's either the greatest tribute artist ever. If Elvis did truly not die, he's preaching in Benton, Arkansas. But he did. And this guy's just a crazy person? I don't Spend know. five minutes on the YouTubes and you'll be where me and Yancey's at. Like, damn. At, at least, least we'll watch more of this at shit. At least a little bit of doubt in your mind. You'll be like, wow, you, you have to at least for a second consider it. Some of his damn mannerisms. Okay. You know how Elvis would be singing and be serious and then like yeah. say some little <laughs> thing off to the side, you know? like Which is something that, you know, any actor or actress... I don't know, do. man. Elvis had a certain way about him. Like, he yes. was the coolest dude in the fucking building at all times. Elvis is still one of the coolest dudes ever. Yeah. This m might be one of those generational things. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, so, all I got to say on that. So, uh, speaking of Arkansas... In Murfreesboro, <laughs> in Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro, oh, Arkansas. So Arkansas Crater of Diamond State Park. You ever been there? Hey, yeah, we just talked about just this. Just reading up on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you guys saw the giant diamond that was found mm -hmm. there, right? This, uh, this visitor hit a sizable jackpot during a dig on March 4th. <laughs> Do they get to keep that money? Well, you got to keep the diamond at oh, least. Oh, okay. That's what yeah, I mean. You, like, you, you pay get to, to keep, keep it? But some of these diamonds aren't. The diamond like you have on your ring. Yeah, some right. of them are industrial. Some of them aren't high quality. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll continue here. So uh, Murfreesboro resident David Anderson, so a local guy, he's a regular park visitor. He discovered a 3.29 carat brown diamond, they're calling it, while sifting gravel. The site was in the west drain of the park's 37 and a half acre diamond search area. So they're they're telling you Around exactly where you found it. Too, you know, people are going to be over there in that area. Are these like those chocolate diamonds that I love? Uh, so I'll send you. A, well, here's a picture of it right I, here. It kind of looks saw like, it like a, once it was all like, but it it wasn't. You know, it's like it's a not. piece of rock, right? And there, yeah. there's more of that uh, coming too in the story. So uh, I love those chocolate diamonds. You should know that I love the chocolate diamonds. Hint, hint. That's painting the guy into a corner of uh, kind of publicly. Hint, hint, hint. Uh, so 
Uh, where was I here? Sorry. Oh, uh, Anderson mistook the diamond initially. At first, I thought it was quartz, but wondered why it was so shiny, he said. Once I picked it up, I realized it was a diamond. A park spokesperson. Shine like a diamond in a quartz ass. <laughs> All right. A park spokesperson said Anderson has found more than 400 diamonds in the park. Hey, man, say some for the rest Dude. of us. Shit. Uh, he has found over 400 diamonds in the park over the past 16 years, adding that 15 of the diamonds he recovered have been more than one carat. So this guy is just out there like a truffle sniffing pig, man. Out What's there his name? Uh, David. Anderson. Diamond Dave? David Anderson. Come Di- on, Diamond man. Dave. Uh, you need to call him. Get his secret. Well, or call have him, him call in the show, man. Yeah, have him on as a guest. Somebody who somebody has to be friends with this dude. It's Arkansas. Yeah, somebody, that we far. know anybody from Murfreesboro. Uh, prospectors often name their diamonds, and Anderson was no different. He named the diamond Bud for Big Ugly Diamond by note by taking note of the gem's mottled brown color and pitted surface. Officials said Anderson's Diamond is the largest gem park staff have registered since September 2021 when a a visitor from Granite Bay, California, discovered a 4.38 carat yellow diamond. Ooh, that one's fancy. Justin, when are we going? From California, you say. Yeah, out they here, probably thought it was worth buying up all of our shit, finding our diamonds. More than it was then, right? We need to go on a WKOP. I was just dig. telling you, we need to go on some weekend. We don't have kids. Well, the kids can't go, huh? I mean, you don't want to ruin our fun. No. Dang. So let's, uh, why, won't you guys uh, climb aboard the Wayback Machine with oh, me? okay. How far so, back are we going? Not not too far. Just a little bit of a jot. Do you guys remember when I brought up that pizza shop that had put the now hiring non-stupid people <laughs> sign in front of their business? Yes. Yes. So this What's was in test scores like? Columbus, Ohio. Oh, fuck. About a month after a pizza restaurant in Ohio hung a sign that said, now hiring non-stupid people, the owner says the sign has served its purpose. (laughs) Yes. uh, There are reports that the manager of Santino's Pizzeria in Columbus said the sign brought in new business from across the nation after the story went viral and it also led to new hires. That's awesome. We're fully staffed. Give me a slice of stupid. Manager Heather Stockton said uh, on the local ABC station, we had some great candidates come in and they're working out. They're really nice. They're on time and they're non-stupid people. Awesome. Are they non-binary? That would have been funny if she would have been like, well, still looking. Right, exactly. Man, you should have seen all these stupid people we had (laughs) come in. Um, Here's something really, really exciting. So flying cars might be a possibility in the near future, right? So flying, flying cars could be soaring into the market much sooner than we thought, according to one aerospace CEO who's working hard to make his sci-fi dream a reality. Doran Merdinger, <laughs> quite I the like name it. there, yeah, CEO of Doroni Aerospace Incorporated, joined TMZ Live, filling them in on how his company's new flying cars could be up for sale in the next two years, adding his team has already been testing its flagship project in Florida. Their vehicle is aptly named the Doroni H1, a two-seater that can travel a couple hundred feet off the ground with the use of joysticks, not a common steering wheel. The futuristic whip, yes, very, very nice uh, terminology there, can come in handy in a bunch of ways, according to Doran. The ride will set you back a few hundred G's, though. 
No kidding. But Doran said his crew is doing everything they can to make it a true bang for your buck, which includes its seriously impressive top speed. Could you imagine, though, what kind of regulations will have to be set in place? Like, you can't just buy one of these. Yeah. And, like, how are we going to have floating stop well, signs? You I would mean, think it would be, like, F, you know, FAA regulated yeah, and all that. I you mean, know it, it would be. You're going to have to have a pilot's license. This is something that's been promised for a really long time. I mean, look at, uh, you know, Back to the Future 2. People thought Jetsons. that we would have it, you know. Yeah, Jetsons 2. People thought we'd have them many years ago. Yeah. I mean, but the practicality and the use of them, it just doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. I mean, we have a problem enough with people, you know, using their blinker out there and knowing how to use this damn four-way well, stop over here, let alone putting them in something that flies. They say the technology's there. Actually, now, if you take, like, the drones that are real popular right now and just upscale it, it would work. Mm -hmm. But those some bitches are loud. Well, there is a drone-looking vehicle that some police department in the Middle East is using. Have you seen that? No. Um I, I don't remember what Middle Eastern country it is, but it looks like a giant drone, like mixed with a motorcycle. So the guy's sitting on like a motorcycle chassis. It has a, you know, like a propeller on the four corners no of kidding, it. Really? And the thing is, like you say, is loud. It is screaming. I mean, think of the, you know, those four props. Yeah. How high know, up in the air spinning. would you go? Uh, the video that I saw of the, the vehicle that I'm talking about, he's about, oh, 30, 40 feet off the air. So he's not like way up so there. Think about how small the drone is to, load, to, to move around a 2,000-pound vehicle. Mm -hmm. It's going to be massive, which means even louder. Yeah. Which is why drones normally are no audio because you wouldn't be able to hear anything over the damn the props. Yeah, and if you do see a drone video that has audio, all you can hear is the yeah. a lot of the oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, let's see here. Oh, uh, so... We talked, I think we touched on chat GPT. You as like, a teacher probably are fully aware of it because, shit, right? yeah, that's the yeah. AI that a lot of kids are excited about because they're like, hey, I, I don't know. have to write my own reports anymore. I can I just know. plug in what I need it to, to shit out for me. And it will do it, right? Yeah, Supposedly. exactly. So apparently this was uh, posted on March 10th and they said that next week, so that would be the current this, week that we're week, in, yeah. uh, chat GPT-4 which is 500 times more powerful than the current chat GPT will be released. The current version of chat GPT is built on GPT 3.5 with 175 billion machine learning parameters. So remember that you number. You want to know why our kids aren't passing their tests. Right, exactly. 175 billion parameters is what the current one goes off of. Chat GPT 4 has 100 trillion parameters, meaning that it can process multiple types of data, including videos, images, sounds, numbers, etc. So by next week, you'll be able to use artificial intelligence to write a movie script, use AI generate uh, actors for the movie, produce the movie, and take it public without hiring any personnel, right? Jeez. So it also says by next week, you'll be able to fully illustrate a 200-page book from scratch to finish in one day. Um, it's just... It's it's kind of crazy how I don't know for for a really long time they've talked about the genie being taken out of the bottle on something like right. this and how um, oh where are the machines going to take over whatever We're, it's not really it's not really that it is I think the biggest thing is being able to tell the difference between what somebody wrote and what this thing wrote right because uh, you know it's I'll, probably not going to plagiarize right. 
and all I well, I mean, that's all it's really doing though is plagiarizing oh, well, because it's, it's taking samples do, from everything, right? right? But the 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 fact is, it I I don't know. I can't see anything but really bad resulting from it. Sure, there are good things that come out of it, right? That what were the goals? Like when they were first starting to work on this, like what was the, you know, because there had to be some pie in the sky, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. we're going to create this and it's going to cure cancer. I mean, like, what are we, what was the goal? And like, what is it being dumbed down to? Yeah. I don't know. You know, earlier we were talking about like, what is causing our test scores to go down? Do you think it's just a lack of like practical learning like and when I mean I say that I mean like tactile kinesthetic outside of school how much stuff do you learn outside of school what did you say tactile what tactile <clears throat> kinesthetic like being able things you have like you learn by touching and doing yourself that's a lot of words. What, do, what do you think about this lack of maybe critical thinking too right. how many you, you talked about math how many word problems are there in math anymore oh, yeah. I, I don't really know because you know, I've been out of school for a really long time but how many word problems right currently exist now i'm not talking about you know the train left the station in cleveland at 6 30 a.m blah 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 you mean like legitimate i'm t- yeah i'm talking about you know real world scenario type stuff that you know engage that critical critical thinking mechanism in somebody's brain like, to where yeah. how many pollocks it take to change the light bulb well Shut yeah up. i mean you know we, we're gonna need more of those jokes you know on down the line so so i took a little bit of electronics class a few years ago and i'm telling you what as a kid that said you don't need math, I was completely wrong. Especially in 2023, everything is math. I think I know how many kids that are my our kiddos' friends. I'd say math is more important than reading. Who, who um, it totally depends on your world. Yeah, the the application. Yeah, um, who are just glued to their phones mm-hmm. right they don't have to do anything and we're Might talking about like apps them. that will do everything for you mm-hmm. this um brainly app uh photo math i mean there's all kinds of apps that will do your work for you but beyond that even kids who are just glued to their phones who aren't actually um outside doing anything they're not creating things they're not like messing around and just being stupid and accidentally succeeding, you know? Or yeah. just learning how to socialize. Well, that too. That too. Uh, Lene has a friend who is <laughs> so bizarre, but he wants to um, have a chicken hatchery. He's 16, and he wants to have a chicken hatchery. And so his dad was like, yeah, I'll help you. And so it's going to be his business with his dad. But do you know when I tell other people about this kid, everybody's like, wow, that's a kid with some ambition. Like he's out there like working and creating things and he has a plan and he's like, this is what I'm going to do with this. Like and real world ambition. Right. Right? He doesn't want to be a YouTuber. He right. doesn't want to be a rapper. He's, a, he's fact, a plucker. And the fact that we are surprised and like shocked and like, good for him. I'm not saying like every 16 year old out there needs to have a business plan, but like, shouldn't they be doing something? Well, we've talked about before how, you know, college doesn't apply to you know everybody either you know right. some kids sh- probably should go to trade school and it's not because Absolutely they lack should. any kind of smarts but hell they could succeed more in something else instead of and putting themselves them. all kinds of in debt <laughs> right. and not 
the result not be after four years where they want to be. The three of us in this room, do you feel like you need to go to college to do what you're doing? No. Because what you're doing is dealing with people and having some just some sense. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to go to college. You clearly need to go to college to do what you do. Yeah. Yesterday, Rep. Ron agreed. Not everybody should no. go to college. Well, because well, college like, is also big business, and it's a racket in a lot wow. of the ways, especially after, racket. I mean, I pro- it probably started in like the 70s from what I've read, because that's when, when you started getting a lot of, loans started go- a lot of government money well, coming in. So the college is like, hey, we can go ahead and inflate our prices. I wonder if the whole Gen X thing of you got to go to college to be successful was started by the colleges, much like... Of course, the it was. green bean casserole was invented by Campbell's to right. sell the French onion. That was the was. new American dream, right? If you well, and first one of my family to go to college, uh-huh. employees paid in, played into that by saying, "Oh, you have a degree, we'll give you more money," mm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's still a thing for for some places. Like if I went back to school now, um, that would put me on a higher. It doesn't even really matter thing. what your degree is you, in some places. You some might places not, it does not need the you know the degree. It just, just looks good on one, your resume. Right? Yeah. I agree. Like, go to trade school. if Unless you have a reason to go to a four-year school or a six-year... How, if you're going to be a doctor, please go to school. Go to school. If you're going to be a teacher... If you're going to be a lawyer, you probably need to go to school, go to school to understand should. how that works. Probably if you're going to be an electrician, please go learn how to be an electrician but so that go, when things go wrong in my house, I can yes, call you. But you can go to trade school to right. learn how to do that. Like, I'm assuming, like, plumbing's a thing like that, right? Like, you could... Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be called, but... You know, it's funny. Is there a plumbing in school? There has is to be, right? Is there a trade school for plumbing? I don't think there is. I, I don't Do you know just if apprenticeship? Or apprentice under? until you become like a journeyman or whatever? I was... Oh, I saw... Man, I wish I had that Um, in front of me. I saw a, a like... It wasn't a meme, but it was like an infographic, I guess. Infographic. I know. So that's an old school term right there, <laughs> infographic. Um, About the amount of money that um, if you go to college this this is how much you're losing right but if you apprentice if you are an apprentice if you have an apprenticeship under um, a trade of some sort like you might pay in twenty thousand dollars for year number one but you're going to make maybe twenty thousand dollars over here you're a thirty thousand you know your, your hand movements make me think that it was a bar graph it was actually bullets on each side Oh, okay so the bullet was a stabbing motion <laughs> yes i i <laughs> yes <laughs> And so, like year two, you're forty thousand dollars in debt. Apprenticeship for the, your second year, you're making forty thousand. I mean, there's mm-hmm. definitely some things that nobody can be taught how to do. You have to OJT. do them. Yeah, yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. Right. That would be tactile kinesthetic learning. Nobody's going to teach you how to nail a board to another board. Yeah, you're going to have to do it. Right. Exactly. Smash the shit out of your finger four or five times. A few times. Bend a few nails. Learn all kinds of new words. Cuss. Yep. I should teach that part of school. In the event you do this, you're going to want to say, beep, Mm -hmm. and throw that son of a bitch. Yeah. And I'm going to sell you another one. (laughs) Anyway. So uh, there's a Christian high school girls basketball team that refused to compete against a male opponent. Yes. Wait, we now, talked about this last week, right? Now the whole school has been punished. The whole school. Yes. Was One this the mountain? Apple. Mountain whatever. Mid Vermont Christian yeah, school. Yeah, is that's that the it. same we one? About it, yeah. yeah. So this is a follow up to this. Apparently, 
the Vermont Principals Association has decided to punish the Christian school as a result. Good Lord. On Monday, the VPA released Wait a minute. S- so they didn't just have to forfeit. They forfeited the game. Mm-hmm. Or they, yeah, they just didn't play. Yeah, that's they just not, didn't that's play. Not yeah, good enough. That wasn't yeah. punishable. I mean, that wasn't right. They just didn't want to play the uh, right the male. They didn't. The other male they student. didn't throw a big stink. They right. didn't try to get this kid ousted. Yep. They just chose to forfeit. Exactly. Okay. Um, on Monday, the VPA released a statement banning MVCS from all VPA oh. sanctioned activities and tournaments going forward. In wow. other words, MVCS Mid Vermont Christian School. Uh, a school that teaches pre-K all the way through 12th grade cannot participate in any athletic or interscholastic event that falls under the VPA's purview. Uh, the vote for B- VPA's executive board comprising of 15, manimer- 15 members was unanimous. That's insane. Standing with you guys. School. Man. That school. You guys are getting a pushback that is way out of line. For just forfeiting a game. I still don't get it. If you had the population of the United States and possibly the world there vote was... on this whole deal, it would be totally 90% win that people don't agree with this shit. Yeah. Well, the I, circus is going crazy, so they're bringing it, in the clowns, this right? It's funny. Like, it's, it's not even persecution in the way that you feel like you would be persecuted, but that's legitimately what you're doing. Yeah. You preach tolerance they didn't even ask for this kid to be taken out of the game. They just forfeited. They took themselves out mm-hmm. and you're going to punish them and the whole school for this decision. No, nah, it's not like it. they played the it. game is... and every time they got the ball, they threw it at this kid's head right. and forced the kid to quit. They, they didn't no. ask Something the kid like not that. to play. We just said, no, we're not going to They do never yeah. said, Hey, that kid can't be on this team. That's they the way didn't to, do that. That's the way to teach your kids how to stand up for yourself. So the Vermont Principal Association, the VPA, their executive director came out with a uh, statement and said, if you don't want to follow VPA rules, that's fine. But then you're just not a VPA member. It's fairly simple. That's really all we're going to say about it. How did they not follow the rules? The rules that they forfeited the game. Apparently this transgender kid is allowed to play and that's what they're going to go with. Right. The rules to which Nichols referred to are the VPA so-called best practices for schools regarding transgender and gender non-conforming students. Those best practices demand that Christian schools jettison their religious beliefs and instead allow supposedly transgender and gender non-conforming students to participate in physical education and sports according with the student's gender identity. Exactly against your religion. What's the body again? There, the VPA. Yeah, yeah, that is the uh, Vermont Principals Association. But you say it's a, am I, is it a Christian school group? No, so oh, the, okay, no, no. This this Christian school seems to be an outlier from oh, all okay. the other schools uh, contained. So with the Christian a, school is just competing like we do sometimes. Okay. We go play against, local schools. Go against your your faith. Your yeah, belief. go against your religion in order to compete these kids are getting a hard lesson on what it's like to stand up for christians are getting your... persecuted now did whether you, you like to admit it or not rain what's his last name rain wilson yeah did you see his comments on that he is not a christian he is not a christian but he says if and he he's kind of getting some backlash for it right now but he has this whole thing that he's been talking about for the past week or two about how 
Christians get a bad rap in all Hollywood things. So if there is a if there is a a movie, if there's a TV show and there's a preacher on there, you can guarantee that that preacher is not going to be good and upstanding. We see it on um, Welcome to Flatch. We see it on um, huh. what's the show Young Sheldon um, with the the all, all like that's true. The, every every preacherish type of guy is not of good moral but, character. Yeah, always has some ulterior motive. And, and yeah. I know that preachers are are human but these are like over the top you know and so he was saying that he like that it's unfair and he would just like to see a good christian representative if you're going to put a christian in the movie make it a good christian representative and he's kind of getting backlash for it of course he he's is. not a christian right rain wilson would be yes. uh dwight true dwight true yes bears beats Star galactica uh so the uh, the head of the school, the MVCS, uh, she actually came out. Vicky Fogg is her name. Adamantly defended the decision to withdraw the girls' basketball team for the playoff game. It was a playoff game. Oh, it wasn't even wow. a regular season game. These so they kids had already made a just, heart-wrenching decision. Exactly. exactly. These kids deserved to be there. They uh, had fought their way to the playoffs. And What a way to teach them, though. Like, yeah. man, standing up for well, what you really believe quite in. Quite the sacrifice. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's impressive. She defended them um, rather than subject the girls to a male competitor, calling it a matter of safety and fairness. Mm -hmm. She goes on to say, we withdrew from the tournament because we believe playing against an opponent with a biological male jeopardizes the fairness of the game and the safety for our players. Uh, Allowing biological males to uh, compete in women's sports sets a bad precedent for the future of women's sports in general. There is not a more profound statement that she could have made right there than that last portion. Uh, I'll repeat it again. Allowing biological males to participate in women's sports sets a bad precedent for the future of women's sports in general. She didn't even make it about religion. No, there's nothing, nothing religious here in the quote anyway that they're stating. There, there's nothing here that, yeah. that talks about religious persecution. She, and, and some people might call that a cop out of the safety and fairness thing, but I mean, well, isn't it, it, is, is it really? I mean, how many times have we talked about how the boys who can't hold up in the male side of sports, not all of them, but you know that that's, that what's his name? Yeah. The swimmer dude. I know we always talk about him, but uh, that's because that's been the biggest. Mia Thomas. Yeah. His, the, her, there. Good catch there. <laughs> Go through all the. Problems. I mean, I've been I've been conditioned and brainwashed <laughs> on the uh, form that uh, we were talking about earlier. It says he, she, and oh, you did not put they. Then. Cheesehead was, was like, "What about they? Wait. There is no they, he. motherfucker. Okay. You're either a he or a she." <laughs> Martin for commission. That's right. <laughs> and I don't give a shit. Yeah. That is the one thing I've said this a hundred times. I ain't got any room on that. Either you got a wiener or you don't. There are a few. You could very say there's small. No wiggle room. There's no wiggle room. There is Except a few. That, what did um, Repron like said? Hermaphrodites. Yeah, but he said it's like less than one percent of it's, the population. It's, it's less than one percent of the population that has an actual issue. Right. But the rest of you, and that's you just got a disability. You're just I mean, fucked like, up. Yeah. That's a that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we, we used to try to help people that had issues. Now we, we enable them. Now we mm-hmm. enable them. Yep. We're going to have a, a world... Remember when enables were bad? Do you feel like someday... Well, and I don't even I, I don't even think that this is true. Because my opinion is that the world has to get worse. 
It has to. That is just how things are going to happen. It's going to get worse. It just is. But do you ever wonder like what it would be like for somebody 2,000 years from now to undig something and to look and go, what the heck? Or do you think they would be like, oh, wow, they were so backwards back then. Yeah, and no look joke. at what they're thinking. And it look where how long it took them to get to where we are one day. Well, or it looks something. like I don't this know. civilization advanced so much that they uh, turned the corner and became incredibly stupid again. I'm Yeah. Well, that pendulum Crawling does swing. back towards the ocean. <laughs> Darwinism right there. Yeah, you know, every, as much as I disagree with old Chuck, he's got a point every once in a while. Chuck. Survival of the fittest. Charles Darwin. Hey, do you remember the movie uh, Time Machine? Where what you had movie? the Eloy and then you had the Merlot, Merlock or whatever it was? The Merlot. So remember the, the race of people that were all blonde and they had the they had the food just all laid out for them you know they were all frolicking down at the water and then when the sirens went off they went oh it's time to eat uh-huh. and they all just went up there and like who puts the food here it's just here right are we getting there to we're where being... it's just here and then mm. and then the underground dwelling looking weirdos come out and harvested the the stupid people because we've been dumbed down so much I said earlier today, if you were China, who would you rather fight? 1975 USA or 2023 USA? This is your your argument against TikTok? I mean, we're being so distracted by things that don't matter. We're being dumbed down. In our society that we are uh, distracted to the point of stupidity. Have you heard the latest about what China's doing? China's over there brokering peace deals in the Middle East. Meanwhile, you know... uh, the United States is potentially going to be under investigation for sabotaging and blowing up pipelines that belong to Russia and funding wars uh, in Eastern Europe. Senator Langford from Oklahoma. Thanks, Biden. Up on the uh, Hill the other day was talking to uh, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, and the way that they are securing the the deposits of people in the SV Bank. SVB? SVB, thank you. Yep. is there some kind of fee that's going across the country to all banks? I, I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, so we're all paying for Silicon Valley's so mistake. So Langford mm. asked the Treasury Secretary, in not so many words, are you telling me that the rural bank in my home state is helping pay the fee to secure the deposits of Chinese nationalists, some of which have ties directly to the Communist Party? Very short answer is yes. She yeah. she affirmed that. Well, and, we're messed up. You know, you're talking about the former uh, Federal Reserve chair there, also. Yes. So I'm surprised she gave an answer. How does the federal? Come on, think about that. The federal chair is now the Treasury Secretary. I mean, They're, they don't even hide it anymore. She's man. she's uh like the the front pocket compared to the back pocket that she was, right? Yeah. And she's pulling money out of both or just printing the shit. They don't even Let's just hide print it anymore. More. No, yeah, I mean. Well, they that's don't the thing. They don't anymore. have to hide anymore. They don't have they to because nothing is going to happen. Did you, nothing is going to happen to any of those assholes in Washington, D.C. Uh, what do you think about? Unless you're an outlier. Trump. Uh, yeah, you're I was going to say. Tuesday. Did you up see the same he thing. said that he's going to get arrested? He Tuesday. fully assumed and that he's going to be arrested. He's calling for riots. Guys, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. See, I and I riots or protests. There's a difference. Well, he said, "What? What did he say?" I think he said protests. So they uh, they discussed this. Uh, I'm gonna 
plug the Pulse here real quick. Yeah. Uh, they, they discussed this on the Pulse, I believe, Friday, so yesterday or Thursday, about uh, they discussed Trump and his potential um, arrest. They're thinking about calling in uh, special law enforcement because they might consider the guy a flight risk. I mean, I do with the jet might be a flight risk. Um, but I said, well, what's, what's the next step? Are they going to call in the National Guard to Manhattan to maybe quell any kind of uprising or, you know, the, and you know, the media is going to jump all over that too. Well, look at these, uh, you know, red hat wearing fools again, they stormed the Capitol and here they are out, you know, again, are they going to storm the, the courthouse in, in Manhattan? Um, I could just, I could just see it now, but I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I mean, the, the, the papers have been drawn up the district attorney herself in that area, that's what she ran on, was arresting Trump. So, so that's why she was elected. So let's not bullshit. You guys can say whatever you want about me. I honestly believe they would love to arrest Trump because what we have to do here as the establishment is we have to hang a felony on him. We have to, to make him ineligible to be the president of the United States. And I've been saying for a while that if they ever do something like that, January 6th ain't going to be shit. I, I did misspeak. It was, it, it, he calls for protests. Yes. Which. <laughs> Does yeah, he really need to call for them? He knows know. that people are going to organically well, come that, out. Like, you're already blamed for January 6th. So you're going to call Trump for more? truly is arrested and detained for any period of time. There's the arrest that we all know of. He was arrested. He was taken in. He was let go four hours later, you know. But while he was Are there, you, he was not treated like you and I. You right. know? Legitimately, like, charged with something? You can be arrested, charged, and let go before the end of the day. But if the man is truly arrested and is detained and doesn't come out for a while, the man in the felt is only going to be one. We're going to be looking for Jesus. Yeah. Because we're going to have stupid, stupid stupid stuff going on here in the United States well, of that, America. Not, not that one. <laughs> I don't know why I pointed back there, but that fool, meaning Trump, yeah. is his own worst enemy a lot of he the time. Is. He He just cannot get out of his own way. And the reason I call him a fool is because he does foolish shit. He just cannot let his own... Um, his own work speak for itself. Right. He has to beat the drum of stupid whenever he does something. When he does something great... It is offset by two stupid things that he does. It's like, come on, dude. Just can can you just get out of your way a little bit and just let the work speak for itself? And yeah. It's it's frustrating because did the guy do some some good things? I'm no Trump apologist, but you know, did the guy do some good things? Yeah. I mean, the country was on a pretty good path. Was he spending, you know, more money than I would have liked him as a quote unquote conservative president? Yeah, but you know, if the government's going to spend money whether who's in office or not. The president is not going to stop the government from spending money. But just I I don't know. And if he doesn't if they don't hang this on him, dude, like and and he does run for president in 2024, I mean, we're we're in for a bit just a big distraction uh, again. It is. Unfortunately, it is. Well, just because they maybe he's on the inside, maybe Just because they arrest him doesn't mean that he has been found guilty. You can right. be arrested and not be found guilty. I mean, obviously. Until he is convicted 
of a felony. But you're saying Trump's going to be on mugshot and and not steal an appeal. Like appeals are done, it's going to be a long time before they can hang a true felony on him. But they feel like they have the case. If they're going to do something as a large profile as this, it has to happen. They've already arrested a bunch of his associates, and there are associates of his that are in jail. To stop him from running, does he have to be charged or No, he has guilty. to be convicted, convicted found convicted. guilty of a felony. So you're Once saying you we found have... guilty, and let's not forget, you can appeal in the United States. We have a due process, and yes. you can appeal that felony. So if you're under appeal, I would be willing to bet that you truly might still have a chance to run. I don't know. I bet they would say you're convicted well, until you're I mean, proven you're, yeah, otherwise. Yeah, I don't you're guilty Politicians get sued and charged with crimes all the time, right? Yeah, but this it's one's just, different, right? It is different. It's so high profile. This isn't and Hillary Clinton getting away with murder. All the shit that she's done, yeah. Man, and that is, that's the frustrating part to even too. the people that don't support Trump in, in a lot of ways is somebody like Hillary can just, oh my God, do things and just be left unchecked and just dodge bullet, dodge bullet, dodge bullet. And yeah. then this guy, they they finally got him on something, right? They They impeached him. Uh, he went through the process. It didn't uh, turn out the way they wanted to, but now he's being charged, you know, with a crime, and the, the media is going to drag that through the mud. And it's just, it's all about optics, whether the guy gets convicted or not. It's yeah. all about optics in the and media. Nice waiting till this timeline too. Mm-hmm. Whether or not, you know, if he just been a regular, if he still Trump? just been Donald Trump. None of this matters. Big deal. Oh my gosh, the guy from The Apprentice got, you know. Nothing. Nothing. It wouldn't even be be, be a thing. Yeah, they wouldn't. I don't know. I honestly just wish that he would like slow, you know, Homer Simpson. Slowly go back into the bushes. And not because I, like, I agree. He did some good things, but also, man, you're just. But part of me kind of stupid. But like, part of me is glad that he did what he did because we have exposed so much bullshit. And if he goes back into that bush, we're gonna go right back to it. Well, we already it's have. It's like they've covered up the dirt, and we just go right back to it. Maybe, but the stupid that comes with him, yeah, I, is the part that I probably have like. But the most, I don't care about his personal life. He can't do that stupid on his own, though. That's why I said the stupid. All around him, he brings all the stupid with him. I really wish there was somebody that could fill that vacuum that he has left, but be more articulate and maybe a little different about it. But I don't know if you a can less articulate. Ex- right? I don't know if you can expose all of that stuff like Justin was talking about without being somebody brash and just kind of outspoken and unfiltered, like know. Trump is. You There's- can you. Can you draw attention to it without using poo-poo words and without, you know... I don't care about that. Like, to be honest, I don't I don't care so much about that, obviously. I'm, but the stupid stuff that he says has more to do with, like, the crap that he gets in trouble with about, like, making fun of the uh, handicapped dude mm-hmm. yeah. or the stuff he says about women. Um, that, like, I don't care if you all say that. I don't care. It's I don't the, want to hear it and I don't want to publicize it and I don't right. want my, you know what I mean? Like whatever you guys do, that's on you. If that's locker room talk for you, whatever, that's not on me to handle it, but it shouldn't be on public television and, and it shouldn't be like something that I know about my president mm-hmm. that he's talking that way about women because that's a, that doesn't show respect for women. Well, 
remember when that stuff used to be say you know said behind closed doors like they have the uh, Nixon tapes right and we played that clip of uh, President Johnson ordering pants right. I mean that stuff was on tape and was released after they were president it was embarrassing Trump says that type of backroom shit on a microphone at a podium in front of millions of yes. people yeah he has no filter he doesn't, like Justin used to say, he doesn't have somebody to sit there and read his tweets and tell him, no, you probably shouldn't post that. Or at least he's not listening. <laughs> if, yeah. they, if they are. Well, and there are, there are those Trump apologists out there that are like, whoa, whoa, what he yeah. meant was, I mean, that has to be exhausting after a while to people. What's that porn star's name that was, because she's Stormy. back in the limelight too Stormy, now. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I don't know what it's about, but I saw that she's like coming out of the woodwork. So he hosed her. And so she wouldn't shut up. He paid her some money. Yeah. And that has been going on in Washington, D.C. for hundreds of years. The problem is this guy is messing up the system. I was just saying she's coming back out of the woodworks again. I mean, it's all about timing, right? They So they forced a guy like me to defend Trump because in 2015 into 2016, you know, I... uh, I was not a Trump supporter. Um, I like some of the things he said, whatnot, but I was not on board with Trump. As he was elected and as time went on and the demonization that happened in the media and from the left, it forced me into the arms of Donald Trump. <laughs> and Wow. There's I a mean, meme for you. And he owes me money. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, but you asked earlier if there was anybody out there who could stand up and like say what he says without being... Oh, as whatever about it. Yeah. You don't think there's anybody out there who could who could do that? So they always go to Ron DeSantis because he's pretty right. brash when he says things sometimes and he, he articulates pretty well. Of, I, I always I don't know the dude's name, but the guy that was in the military, the Texas. Yeah, Dan yeah. Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. Like he's he, been kind of bold on some things. But he doesn't seem to be able to get the momentum going. He doesn't no. for whatever reason. And, but I'm just saying there has to be somebody out there. And this DeSantis guy, I don't... I, I I really wish it was somebody that wasn't partisan, too. I wish it was somebody that would completely come in and buck the system of being this, you know, binary, tribalist, you know, tribalistic uh, political mindset of people, how, you know, we divide ourselves like that. I wish it was somebody that could come in, come in and be like, you guys are acting stupid, you guys are acting stupid. It makes so much sense that people couldn't ignore it. That's your pie in the sky. That's my pie in a perfect world. Yeah. If uh, Trump wasn't around, DeSantis would be the man. What happened to the chick? What's her name? From uh, South Dakota? Maybe. I don't know. Nikki. Nikki something. Haley. Are you talking about Nikki Nikki Haley? Haley? What happened to her? Is she still in the... So uh, I've been getting texts from the Nikki Haley uh, campaign. Oh. That one gal that was the secretary something... She is officially started running. She was in Trump's uh, administration when she first started. Uh, damn it. Can't think of her name. Anyway, hey, we broke two hours here. Oh, and, we're chatty uh, tonight. We are chatty. Apparently, this is our new thing. Oh, uh, man, just way too much show. It's Yes. And uh, this is our uh, new temporary segment where Yancey reads some... Uh, yeah, some I need a new butt. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we continue this week. With accessories to compliment, 
like strips of silver smoothly bent. A set of lights left and right for backing round in the night. With a bumper butt, I won't be scared because bumper cracks can be repaired. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is beautiful. But a bumper butt is huge. A bumper butt weighs a ton. I've changed my mind. I want a lighter one. I love that. He doesn't Chris, like big butts. Christopher Cross. Yeah. I love a rocket butt? All fire and thrust. A <laughs> robo butt. Now that's a must. Just go ahead and skip Musty over that ass. Yes. No, I think it's all too late. This cracked butt is my fate. I'm here on my own in this cracked butt zone. Mm. No one to care. No one to share. Wait, what's that I hear? That is outrageous. Are butt cracks contagious? Dad, your butt crack is showing. And Dad, there's no way of knowing just how far it's going. Oh, okay. Tune in next week as Yancey describes more reasons why he needs a new butt. All right, so uh, wrapping it up here, we've done two hours, and uh, we do have uh, a new guy donating on the Lord plan. Dalton, thank you. Uh, if you, too, would like to donate to the wrong kind of podcast, because it's the right thing to do. It is. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you can go over to WKOPodcast.com and read about the value for value plan and the reason why you don't hear useless, unwanted advertisements for crap that nobody really is going to use. Mm-hmm. I won't get too heavy on it, but just go over there into WKOPodcast.com and read up on why you should be donating to this wonderful program right. called The Wrong Kind of Podcast. Program. My program's on. We got anything to close with, Megan? Um, I don't think so. My spring break's over and I'm sad. Spring break is over. This is possibly the last day you'll have a fire, too, because... We may have one more. I have this theory that we always have two cold snaps after the first initial warm phase. And we had a warm phase last week, right? Yes, and we, we did. definitely are cold today. Yeah, we're riding the roller coaster right now, right before spring. We're we're starting to get into that. We're going to be doing some fishing, but I think we're still going to have one more cold snap. Yeah, we're we're kind of in, do I take my jacket or not that today, you know, mode. Yes. Or you take your jacket. You won't need it later, or you better take it now because you're going to need it later. Yeah, That happened true. earlier this week. Yeah. We had thunderstorms earlier in the day and a chance of snow in the evening. Yep. The next day I went to work, the puddle from the thunderstorm the day before was froze over. No. I think that was yesterday morning. I think it was Thursday evening overnight into to yesterday morning. It might have been. Yes. It rained all day Thursday. Something like that. I'm, I'm now old enough to appreciate and uh, like the rain and understand why we need the rain. Plus, I have a new lawnmower that hasn't cut a blade of grass yet. What I really want to know is... We need to do it. Have you ever seen the rain? I want to know. I've seen the rain in Africa. Is it blessed I, the I, rains? Yes, let's bless them, bless not the miss, the miss them. Mm. You know, I can't it unhear that sense. now. Bless the rains. That's good, because that's what it really is. Mm-hmm. And I'm still waiting for the... What is it? Kilimanjaro or something. Yeah, you can't actually see it from. Yeah. The Serengeti. Yes, you can't see it from the Serengeti, which is very similar to spaghetti. All right. Tune in next week for more. Thanks for tuning in. We should have a few more uh, minutes of uh, information for you here in the next uh, two or three days. And uh, what are you waiting for? 
Why haven't you fired his ass? Goodbye.